0: Hello and welcome to the Rose Ed show on the 8th of April 2021. We are back again for a Premier League and Champions League roundup and today I'm joined by Jack Cholton. Jack, how are you doing mate?
1: I'm good player, I'm good, just me and you today though, no Michael.
0: Unfortunately Michael Illot is off, he's at home for a little while so I am taking the reins and uh, filling his boots today. So we're going to kick off Straight away, we're going to go straight into it. With Chelsea-West Brom, and what a game it was at Stamford Bridge. Finished Chelsea 2, West Brom 5. Christian Pulisic opened the scoring for Chelsea. Before Thiago Silva was sent off just two minutes later, Matthias Pereira then bagged a brace just before half-time. Both in added time on the 45th minute. Callum Robinson then made it 3-1 after half-time. And Diagne, the big striker, made it for the big man. What a forward. He made it 4-1 before Mason Mount replied after Timo Werner decided not to finish a tap-in and square it to him. Short in confidence, clearly. Then, (laughs) yes, probably. And then Callum Robinson made it 5-2 in the 90th minute. Jack, what were your thoughts on the
1: game? I felt like the red card simply was the main talking point in this game. I feel like, obviously, Chelsea went 1-0 up when it was 11 v 11. And then when Thiago Silva got that second yellow card the game completely changed on its head because obviously Pulisic first goal under Tuckle and you know you won the warp, you're cruising really and they looked like they were controlling the game relatively well Thiago Silva gets sent off and then well it just completely flips like a coin and obviously Pereira with the two goals they go into the break at 2-1 and for Big Sam you're thinking this could be three points at Stamford Bridge and they come out second half and it's an incredible performance once again in that second half with Callum Robinson getting a brace and Diagna obviously chipping in, like you said. And it was just a fantastic performance from West Brom, especially in that second half.
0: Yeah, agreed. I thought it was oh, yeah unbelievable from them. Thiago Silva's red card really changed the game. That's twice, that's twice this season that West Brom have really hit Chelsea.
1: Obviously at uh, uh, eh? uh sorry, a third of their goals this season, West Brom in the Premier League, have came against Chelsea. That's unbelievable. Thirty-two percent.
0: That's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> eight times, eight times they've scored against them, haven't they? It's crazy. Pretty. And Robinson's insane. got four of them. Yeah, it's, it's just incredible as well because Chelsea under Tuchel, they have looked so good. They were unbeaten until this game. And then we conceded to the two game. goals as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they go and concede five at home to the team nineteenth place in the league. Um that's West Brom, that's just their fourth win of the entire season. Yeah. So quite quite an incredible performance. It was nice it was nice to see Christian Pulisic get on the score sheet, I thought. I did think that would be I did think that would be curtain to West Brom once he finished that off because yeah, they yeah, are I agree. not the strongest side. <laughs> but um yeah, unbelievable comeback. I think that confidence that Pereira's goals just on the stroke of half time changed the momentum. You know, you go into half time, buzzing, just scored twice, you're in the lead, and I think that really took them into the second half and allowed them to just keep going and make it 4-1 and then spot go on the game. On.
1: Yeah, spot on. And obviously, with that team talk at half-time, if you're going in 1-0 down, it's going to be completely different to when you're going in 2-1 up. So, yeah, it was, just, it was just a massive brace for Pereira on the brink of half-time and despite that result for West Brom, I feel like they are relegated. Yeah, I just agreed. feel like agreed. it's too little too late. I think they need to get at least 10 or 11 points now to even have a, the minimum amount, like chance of staying up and I just feel like they're going to come well, just full, full short. I think I yeah, fall full
0: short. I agree with you. They're currently eight points off Newcastle with just eight games to go. Yeah. Considering they've won four times in 30, it doesn't look very good for them. Needless was... four wins,
1: really. Three or four wins with a couple more points. It's, it's not going to happen. It's not I gonna, don't think it will happen. It's not
0: going to happen. I'm just going to quickly have a look at their fixtures. But um, I think over they're playing, they're going to struggle. Yeah. I think this Chelsea result was definitely a one-off. They've got Southampton at home, Leicester away, Villa away. So it's two tough games there. Yeah. They've got oh oh god, yeah, they're sorry, they're doomed. They've <laughs> got Arsenal, they've got Arsenal away and then Liverpool at home. West Ham at home who are an incredibly good side, then Leeds yeah. away. That's a horrible There's probably only three winnable
1: games there, to be honest with you. Or yeah. two or three. At, Saints at, at home Yeah, Saints at Homes, probably the main winnable game for them there. Yeah to be agrees. honest with you. But yeah, it's a big game. It's a big game on uh, this Monday night. West Brom
0: Stampton If Stampton win that they are Pretty much safe in the Premier League. Yeah, it's good I, I, I think they're safe. I mean, maybe yeah, they could challenge, they, maybe okay. they could
1: compete for, like, I don't know, to finish like 12th or 11th in the league. Maybe. Yeah, they're in a, um, little, they're in a
0: little scrap with Palace and Wolves right now.
1: Yeah, maybe they finish like 11th or 12th instead of something like 14th, but. Yeah, they're see they're pretty much on the beach in my opinion now. I think yeah, I think it's fine. job done for them for another yeah, year. But
0: they had such a good start, didn't they? It just sort of um, just
1: slipped off. Yeah,
0: exactly. I don't. Yeah, they've, oh, they've been they've been horrendous well, recently. Well, yeah, they I think that start has pretty much taken them out of relegation contention. There's no way they're going to slip back into it. I think.
1: Yeah, and they they had that COVID outbreak at pretty much the wrong time, and then an injury crisis shortly followed and they could really rarely field a, a strong squad. Obviously they could field like a good a relatively strong starting 11 still, but there was no one there on the bench. I think they had a couple of ki- uh, kids on the bench. I you know, it was just too difficult for them. It's such a thin squad. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's been it's been like all season, hasn't it? But we'll touch yeah. on Samson a bit later. I just want to hear your thoughts Jack on Matthias Pereira,
1: the uh, the West Brom player who scored
0: a brace of the weekend obviously. What are your thoughts on him because I think he's quite a talent.
1: Yeah, I think he's a I think he's a very good player. I feel like If West Brom do go down, which I think is going to be the case, I think another Premier League club or multiple Premier League clubs will be looking for his signature. I feel like even my club, Newcastle United, could do with a player like that. He's creative, very good on the ball, can chip in with goals, get assists, creates a lot of chances. I just feel like he'd be a really good addition for any Premier League side, especially a bottom half Premier League side. Because I don't know if he's good enough yet for a top half side. But um, yeah, I, I feel like he'll definitely be playing Premier League football next season, or, or let's just say top division football. I feel like he'll either go to another league abroad or he'll play in the Premier League. I don't think he'll be in the Championship with West Brom next year.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%, mate. I think I think he's done very well this season. I think he's stepped up because obviously a lot of players find it quite hard to go from the Championship and transition and really excel in the Prem. We saw last season, Timu Puki, for example, he was top scorer in the Championship and didn't really yeah. convert it to the Premier League in yeah. the first few games. But I think... I think pereiras he's had a very good season, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he's just very tidy on the ball very and creates tidy, a lot of yeah. chances. I'm it's looking at, at his stats now, sorry, and he's got seven goals, five assists. Now, if you get, That's I want to say, it. if you're in a promotion team, I feel like if you get over ten goal contributions from midfield, it's still a good, relatively good season, personally, for you. So, to get seven goals, good total, five assists, maybe that could be a little bit higher, but it's still relatively good numbers for a first season in the Premier League, and especially when you've got a lack of quality around you, apart from maybe oh, great, Diagne. Yeah. It's still a good season for Phil Pereira, and I feel like it's good enough. They're they're good enough stats for him to get a move to another Premier League team next year.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more, mate. 12 12 goal contributions, which could turn into 14-15 by the end of the season. Yeah. Playing under Big Sam, who... Let's just say he's not notorious for playing free flowing football.
1: Well, usually the ball's always going to miss his head because it, goes, <laughs> it goes from the centre half up to Diagne <laughs> and all the C, well the CDMs and obviously Pereira, one of the attacking midfielders, is going to miss him because it's in the air all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly, mate. So yeah, just want to just want to give a bit of credit to him. Yeah, credit where it's due. I I think he's, good player. I think, good player. He's,
0: I think he's a fine player. Yet, yeah, but. um... I think for Chelsea, that's a freak result. I don't think it will be repeated. And we saw last night it wasn't really repeated, because we just want to touch on quickly the Champions League. Last night, we saw Chelsea beat Porto 2-0. I believe you watched the full game, Jack.
1: I did, and it was a weird game because I felt like, especially in the first half, I thought thought Porto had more of it. Now, maybe Mm -hmm. Chelsea fans with their bias might disagree with me a little bit, but I felt like Porto, they got into some really good positions on multiple occasions in the final third, but they were lacking that end product, that end ball, that final piece of quality to make the make it 1-0, and I feel like when you like flip it onto Chelsea's side, they have got the quality in attack. For example, Mason Mount, that turn and finish for the oh, goal, and it, ju- it just shows that there's a difference in quality between the two teams, and I felt like it was, it wasn't really against the run of play. I want to say that Porto did have more of it, but not to a point where they were dominating. So I felt like, you know, Mount obviously got that goal, wasn't really against the run of play, and that really set the tone for the second half because I felt like second half Chelsea obviously won they up they kind of sat off were more resilient um and yeah just kind of saw the saw the game out and obviously Chilwell popped up late
0: yeah got a second goal yeah
1: yeah and obviously Porto were trying to push for an equaliser and Chilwell found a chance to counter and go through the middle took it around the keeper great goal and To be fair, if Porto come away from that tie by that first game 1-0, they're probably still in the tie, especially away from home in the second leg. But I feel like with 2-0, I feel like it's probably job done when uh, obviously Tuchel teams, before the West Brom game, only conceded two goals in his reign so far. And I just feel like... Yeah, 2 0 first leg is, is pretty much job done.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's
1: tie over. We seem to see it every season. Porto always
0: seem to sneak into a Champions League quarter final. I think yeah, they've faced they they in the knockouts. A,
1: yeah, they've always played Liverpool. They've
0: played Liverpool a yeah, few they, times. Yeah, they, they got the smashed
1: 5 0 one. Year. Absolutely twatted by them. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and then, yeah, they've done the same again, and Chelsea did outclass them. Um, I just want to touch on what you said about Porto dominating early on. At half time, the expected goals, which is a metric I do quite
1: like to use. Yeah. Theirs
0: was 0.94 to Chelsea's 0.05.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, I felt like it wasn't at a point where Porto would completely dominate in the game. And obviously, I feel like it actually does reflect, reflect that because it still was less than one goal for Chelsea and barely anything... No, less than one goal for Porto and barely anything yeah. for Chelsea. But it, it wasn't domination. They ju- I just felt like they had more of it. And obviously, the, the difference in quality... Stood out Because obviously Mount put the ball In the net And Porto didn't In that first half Yeah it's quite, it's quite
0: Unfortunate for Porto Because they were Missing Sergio Oliveira Which I Goal scorer a, Yeah he's, it's a, he's yeah. a huge unbelievable He's a huge he got like Five, five Champions League Goals as well This season So Yeah he scored Against Juventus And Um Taremi, I'm sorry I can't remember His first name But I think it's Medi, is it Medi Teremi? Medi Tiremi, the, uh the Porto strike was also missing. He yeah. was sent off against Juventus. I believe <laughs> for kicking the ball away or something. Got a second yellow card, he Shocking. missed his game. So that was, two, that was two big players that they missed. And if he had them, it could have been a different story. You know? Well, yeah,
1: spot on. Just to touch on that, obviously we talked about actually just there and Porto controlling the, the majority of the first half. If one of them two players are on the pitch, maybe they score. And maybe if both players are on the pitch, maybe they can get more than one goal in that first half. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like just missing them two players is... Just huge for them to it be is. honest with you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah,
0: I, th- I think, I think Chelsea deserve to win. It was pretty much a masterclass from them. A proper Champions League quarterfinal away performance. You couldn't really have asked for much more if you support the Blues. The
1: second half was superb, by the way. It really oh, was from yeah. Chelsea's point of view. I thought they were brilliant. Second fantastic, half.
0: fantastic. That's what that's what you've um that's what you've come to expect under Thomas Tuchel. I know the West Brom result happened, obviously the freak 5-2, but I think this is more of what. Tuchel will be delivering for many months or even years to come I What's totally that? agree
1: I totally agree with you I feel like he's a, just a top quality manager obviously nearly Agreed, yeah. nearly got the Champions League title with PSG there's been a few raised eyebrows about maybe maybe this could just be a manager bounce you know obviously I'm it's not a new. sure I'm not sure yeah exactly that. I mean I personally don't agree with it but like You've seen with managers coming through the door, they do well for a certain spell the second they come into the club but then it drops off. But I feel like with Tuchel, I just feel like he's too good for that to happen and I feel like they'll really kick on next year as well. You, you can see their style of play has already
0: changed a little bit. Like they're, they're much more defensively resilient since Tuchel's come in. I don't think it's oh, just on. a manager coming in and influencing his dressing room. No, no. I don't think the dressing room were that unhappy under Lampard, for example. Like, no, I know it was a Chelsea
1: legend and obviously got a lot of young players there as well. Like yeah, there was, it was morale yeah, there Yeah, it, it,
0: it was a good environment. It was just tactically inept Lampard didn't have the quality that someone like Tuchel has yeah, it's strong. very different from um, like for example Mourinho getting sacked and all these players being let off their uh, let, or let off their leads let off their chains yeah. if you will yeah. when Ole came in that was that was a prime example of a new manager bounce but I think Tuchel really has come in and implemented this system straight away and I still want to praise him even after We've touched on them getting absolutely battered by West Brom of the weekend. A lot of
1: that was a red card, though. I think yeah, realistically 100%. it was. I mean, yes, the West Brom was superb. Credit where it's due. Were, were, some of their attacking football in that game was unbelievable. Probably the best they've played this season. But it's 11 v 10 at the end of the day still. And I feel like that was a massive turning point in the game.
0: Yeah, I would 100% agree with you. And also in the Champions League. Next up, we have Bayern versus PSG last night. Which and you was an watched this one? I watched this game and... It was one of the best games I've watched in a long time. Absolutely incredible game. I, I missed the Mbappe. <laughs> I missed Mbappe's early goal because I think I was making my tea or
1: something. Neuer quite had uh, oh. a bit of an error. Yeah, bit of an bit, error. kind of went through him, didn't it? Bit of an error from Neuer. I uh, didn't
0: see it the last time, unfortunately, because the state <laughs> pie needed attending to. Oh no! But yeah, turned it on. <laughs> PSG won the up. I I did have a little inkling that PSG would do well here. Obviously, missing Lewandowski by him were. Yeah. So I thought that would change a lot of their game, and I think PSG really exploited extremely well. Um, yeah, Kylian Mbappe scored the early goal. Marquinhos then went and scored. What a, a ball questions. from Neymar! Oh, by the way, Bayern stepped up and Marquinhos caught them out. I just, wa- I just want to make a point about Neymar. I think he's just sensational he's when he's there. He's I, a joke as a person. I don't really like him. He's played against Man United a few times,
1: and he's a little shit out. He is, but yeah. But he is an unbelievable footballer, isn't he? You just can't doubt his quality. Like he is well class and like obviously. From when he burst onto the t- uh, scene at Santos and then came to Barcelona, a lot of people tipped in to win the Ballon d'Or. It's not happened yet. I feel like it could still happen. I agree. I think it could still happen with Messi and Ronaldo, obviously, getting on a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And also, I feel like if PSG did win the Champions League, you're going to think, is it Mbappe? Is it Neymar? Who's going to win the Ballon d'Or? But I feel like Neymar will just get the nod because I feel like Mbappe is a far better player when Neymar's in the team. Obviously, Mbappe will still score goals because, with respect, Ligue 1 is still not a great standard, but when Neymar's in that side they create so many more chances and obviously oh, a lot sure. of them feel, fall to uh, Mbappe so
0: Neymar is called we we, we often hear about this Mbappe Haaland debate but on the Mbappe Neymar debate yeah, you do you think Some Neymar's Neymar agree Neymar I for I think me Neymar's a better yeah. player but saying that Mbappe is unbelievable! What an amazing talent he is! Just Obviously, so and so, quick. Yeah, he's, oh, he's so he's so quick. I've heard a lot of people comparing to Rashford, but I think that's disrespectful. No, yeah, I it, totally agree with you, mate. Totally agree. Um, and Trooper moting the man who went yeah. from Stoke to PSG to Bayern. What left.
1: that's dream work from his agent by oh, the way. His agent? It? How's he done that? His agent's
0: <laughs> pulling strings. He could he could probably get me into professional
1: football. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Trooper moting before half time. He did make it two one to Bayern. Got them back in the two one to PSG. Sorry, but got Bayern back in the game. Thomas Müller after half-time. What a ball from Joshua Kimmich and Müller. Class player. Class player. And so is Thomas Müller. Thomas yeah. Miller's Thomas Müller is still absolutely one of the most underrated
1: me. players this decade. 100. percent consider his. Um, not agree more. Yeah, well, when you consider his international record as well, winning oh, the World Cup. Yeah. He scored like I think he scored like 10 World Cup goals as well. Oh, he yeah, has. Yeah. In three tournaments. Just so, going uh,
0: I hope you can't hear this typo on the on the audio recorder. I'm just gonna search up World Cup top scorers ever because I, I do closest I th- top any. I think closest
1: top. Yeah. Ronaldo's. I'm sure on there. Muller was double figures I think he's double figures And he's like 31 So he's a yeah. lot I think he's still a lot younger Than people think Because he's burst onto the scene Yeah Muller's Muller's got 10 World Cup goals He needs yeah. if, he, if he if he even gets 3 At the next World Cup He's,
0: he's joint 4th Yeah Joint 4th so. ever So I, I I completely agree with you I think Along with maybe Karim Benzema Muller's most underrated Player of our generation I think he's I agree amazing. I also
1: think A fellow German for me And not a striker But Tony Kroos for me oh, Is a joke
0: Mate yeah. Nail on the head, Tony yeah. Cruz. We will, We're going to mention this Liverpool game after this
1: Bayern PSG. Yeah, Cruz is. Oh, just want to touch on one sensational. thing. Sensational. You know why he don't get rated as much, don't you? It's yeah, because people, especially it. especially the young fans. Yeah, his pace <laughs> on FIFA. It's his pace on FIFA. It is, no, it actually it is. genuinely is a fact. <laughs> it's, it's crazy,
0: but people see Tony Cruz and they're like, oh, he's not that quick, though, is he? He's yeah, not that quick. Fifty six pace he's one even, year He's right? Even as informed, slow. Yeah. But people somehow link that between that and him not being this exceptional ridiculous. footballer. Pace is not that important for a central midfielder. No. His job is to pass a football.
1: He's probably the best at it. One of the best at it. Yeah. Especially from deep. Deep I'm, line playmaker, 100%. Yeah. I'm,
0: not, I'm not just saying that because I'm a very slow central midfielder, but I truly... <laughs> I think... I think Yeah, his pace is no detriment to his game whatsoever, Tony Cruz. I don't think he's even that slow, is he? No, well,
1: (laughs) not at all, in my opinion. But yeah, just to touch on the strikers, like we were previously discussing, Muller. Muller's very versatile. He can play play up front with Lewandowski in a two. He can play just behind in a ten, and he can even play out wide. He's a superb player, and obviously... Extremely good player. Yeah, spot on. And yeah, same with Benzema. Just... He knocked, he's been knocking up 20 a season in recent... Well, especially <gasps> in recent seasons, and obviously... In the form of his life right now, isn't Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. And he obviously created a lot of chances for Ronaldo when he was there, and a massive part of that front three with Bale. So, yeah, Benzema's been one of the most underrated players of the decade as well. And, yeah And I feel like just sure. just one thing to touch on, another reason why he probably doesn't get rated as highly is because he, he doesn't really play for France because of what happened. Yeah. With, I think it was with Valbuena or something yes, like that. Yes. But, yeah, I don't really know much about the story, but, yeah. The fact that he's not got a great international record because he's barely played is probably a reason why he don't get rated as highly.
0: I think I think it's crazy he's got so few, so few um, appearances in France. I think yeah. he's mental because. I mean, he would slot straight into their starting eleven, I think, still. Well, yeah, like... You know, Gi- Benzema Mbappe, Coman as a front three. Yeah, exactly, and I feel like Griezmann.
1: Giroud is class, don't get me wrong, is, but yeah, I feel like Benzema would play over him because Benzema oh, is sure. still very good in the air and can hold the ball up. So, and obviously Deschamps likes the target man, but I feel like Benzema would play over Giroud if there wasn't any controversy with him and France. For sure, mate. And we'll, so.
0: we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Benzema a little bit later yeah, we with will. the Liverpool-Madrid yeah. Liverpool game, which is next. But just on Thomas Miller, I just wanted to add, Um, he also... He also was the architect of this of this role that's known as the Ram Deuter. Hello. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's no, i have role. <laughs> I think I saw it on Tifo Football on YouTube, but it's it's this role which is known as someone who is a sort of the the, the translation is a space invader. He's basically someone or a space interpreter. Okay. He's someone who interprets the space, and he just he gets in that and comes up late to score goals. And yeah. He, he is attributed with creating this role. I think I think it's on Football Manager and stuff. So he's know? not
1: like a box to box midfielder. He kind no, of he just is. like because obviously box to box midfielders will arrive late into the box. But with Muller you're saying, you could say from any angle there's not really like a set position for him. He can just yeah. arrive from any angle, any pace, uh, space in the box. He'll he'll be there. Exactly. It's yeah. quite a rare role then. There's not many of them in European football, really. Off yeah, it's very,
0: it's very unique. Thomas Muller, isn't he? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying just to think
1: of players who compare to that role. But I, I, th- I think, think
0: Van der Beek. Van der Beek sort of similar in a way that he was. He's always making space for other people. He's getting. I totally space, agree. Coming up late and scoring.
1: Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with that, mate. But I, I not feel the same like level, he, obviously. Yeah, I feel like he's more of the definition of a box to box midfielder. But I feel like with Muller. Like I said previously, he can play up front. He can play out wide. He can play in the ten. I feel like I'm just trying to think of another player who's that versatile that can also, uh, you know, come into like positions in the box late. And I I can't really think of anyone. There's
0: many, but I've I've just had a look um, online about this role. I said Space Invader. That's a game. That's that's, that's not a role. Yeah, but it's it's, uh, it's Space Interpreter or Space Investigator is what is the translation from German. And it is yeah, it's all about Thomas Müller about how he. How he just utilises space so well and this is the role that he's given at Bayern. he's such there such a cool role though i he's really like make, the sound of that yeah yeah he's there to make space or to come into this space and attack and it's just he's phenomenal <laughs> yeah i don't know how to describe him but um yeah then killing and bape back to this Bayern psg game went and got yeah. the winner and this was a superb finish for the, it was for all that the first one was a bit of luck this one was pure skill pure talent what
1: a finish yeah if top it, top finish goal yeah
0: through the legs of drone boating who is uh, yeah, he's he's on the decline a little bit, but yeah. still. Yeah, he's leaving in the summer. By the way, he is, released yeah. this morning.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, um,
0: no contract extension for him. which yeah. is probably the right move considering the players they've got coming through. Players Spot like on. Opa going there as Bo well. Ipana going there. Yeah. Sula. Yeah. yeah. Lucas Hernandez. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They've got, they've got much better options than Jerome Boateng. I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> but that is the Bayern PSG game. PSG going into the park, the prance with a three-two lead. If they get an early goal, that could be tie almost over. I,
1: I fancy them, mate. And also, I said to my mates, I genuinely backed PSG to win this tie. And the reason why I've done it is not because of the quality between the two teams. is because I you can rarely think of a team that's won the Champions League in back-to-back seasons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got the Real Madrid side that won it three years in a row. That's just an anomaly, which for that's me will never lie. happen again. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen again in our lifetime. I agree, mate. But there's... Off the top of my head, there's no one else that have done it since it became the Champions League. Obviously, it used to be the European Cup, and teams like Forest did it. But since it became the Champions League, I don't think any other club have won back to back trophies. And on that basis, that's why I backed PSG to go through. So I know it's a bit of a weird one. I didn't really do it off like quality between the two teams, but yeah. Yeah,
0: no, no, I agree with you because oh. I think, I think everyone's been saying this season sort of like Bayern still look the best team, but there's yeah. been a lot better teams than this Bayern side that have. Won the Champions League and failed to go and back out with the second spot one. Spot
1: on, spot on. But yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that's that's Bayern Munich. They are they're in trouble. It's fair to say. And PSG will go with that lead It's the Park to Prance. No as Lewandowski. No, Do- is, no Le- is Lewandowski out for the second? Uh, I think well? he's
1: out. I think I read three to four weeks he was out for. And I think the tie is next week, right? Um, let me just have a little look. Yeah, that. I think Bayern I think PSG. it's next week. So if that's the case, league. I think he's out for that he tie. Be, he would be out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I'm not sure. We'll why for that game. Not, I'm not sure why it's not coming up. But if it is. I'll go by what you're saying Jack because yeah, next yeah. week Liverpool School will <laughs> be out and I would definitely back PSG to go through
1: yeah totally agree, totally um,
0: agree. carrying on with the Champions League talk Liverpool Real Madrid it we finished, watched this together we did watch this <laughs> together we watched it at the Alfredo what is it I can't even remember his name now Alfredo Di Stefano Stadium I think i, I, I messed think that up I think so I think I've butchered yeah. that completely and he's one of the biggest legends in football history and I've yeah. made a mockery of his name absolute so. nightmare from you <laughs> <So> yeah <laughs> absolute man. Um, what Wendell club over. was it sorry what club was it at the ground what club's was, ground is it it's no Madrids. Madrid. It's Madrids. Oh, Alfredo's. it's the training ground Alfredo yeah. Di Stefano. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, I my mistake. It, yeah, I, t- I t- totally forgot about that. Yeah, that is their that is their training ground, Alfredo Di yeah. Stefano Stadium. I did actually get it yeah. sort of right. I didn't butcher it too much. Yeah, fair play. Which fair I'm fair thankful way. for because he is, was an unbelievable footballer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was the Alfredo Di Stefano Stadium and Madrid. Pretty much outclass
1: Liverpool, would you say? Especially in that first half, mate. Oh. I felt like in the first half they could have had three or four. Oh,
0: Liverpool had a 0 XG. That's first incredible. Half. So what they didn't have a shot then. Didn't not not had a
1: single Unbelievable. shot. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So that, that could have been tied within that first yeah. half.
0: Yeah. I think they were I think they were lucky to get that goal back with Salah.
1: Yeah, spot on, spot on. And I'm trying to think obviously Trent had that error that the header back to to Absolute, Allison. Absolute nightmare that was. So yeah, I I think Trent was very poor again in that, in that first half. He was disgraceful. Comes up again against some quality, some serious European quality, and he, yes. he gets shown up again. Yeah, he just yeah. can't defend, mate. Like I know That's... he's he's probably the best fullback going forward in the world. For oh, me, he is yeah, right. 100%. I'll admit that. But defensively, he's genuinely probably like a bottom half standard Premier League right back defensively. He, is, like, he genuinely is that bad awful. defensively. He's an awful one one defender. So one-on-one yeah, he, if he he needs to take his defensive side of the game more seriously if he's going to become world class for the next decade yeah. I know he's still very okay. young but yeah he's just got to focus more on his defending especially for England in relation to England he needs to knuckle down and focus on his defending otherwise he's not going to get as many caps as he probably could he could probably reach like I don't know 90 a 100 caps in his oh, career for
0: sure. he's, 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 got these Be- he's got these Beckham comparisons hasn't he yeah. Early on his career and he, Beckham obviously got 100 England claps and it looked like Trent could do the same but recently obviously Southgate's news dropping him for the recent Qualifiers and yeah. Trent's spot in the Euro squad is genuinely in a lot. Well, of James again runs.
1: last night. James was superb. I, th- I know. I
0: think James is the best English right back. Yeah, Walker, it's between him and Walker for
1: me. Trippier has had a good season, Trippier but he's a, a bit Trippier's suspect good, yeah. still defensively. Yeah. I feel, still think I know he's playing under Simeone, probably one of the best defensive coaches in the world, but he's still a bit question. St- there's still a question mark there defensively for Trippier.
0: I agree, hundred percent, mate. Yeah. Um, Vinicius obviously made it one-nil to Real superb Madrid. game, actually, for Vinicius, him. Brace. Vinicius was superb. Yeah, yeah. We sp- we spoke about it a little bit. I'm not trying to be too reactionary here, because Vinicius has got a lot of criticism this season.
1: Has he? I, d- I didn't know about that. Yeah, he's been yeah.
0: he's a lo- especially by Real Madrid fans. There's, a, there's this iconic clip of Benzema saying to um to oh, I've believe. seen that. The slacking yeah, off. On yeah, the, yeah, On the mother's life. He's playing against us. Yeah, I, I did there's see that. French I do accent. remember that. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a terrible French accent. Nah, it's not oh, too I bad. I won't, I won't try it again. Yeah. You can do. Yeah, Vinicius. He really, he really—it was a coming-of-age game, I think, for Vinicius. He was Huge. unbelievable. His dribbling has always been so good, and I think he, this end product that he added this game—if he can carry that on—he's a superb talent. He totally really agree. want to watch for the next sort of decade. Yeah. He had Trent on strings, as we've mentioned. He got the early goal. That Asensi was the cross ball, wasn't it? Was that cross ball oh, for the first my goal, wasn't God, Jack. Yeah. This ball was unbelievable. And that's why I mentioned that's why I
1: mentioned cross previously, but <laughs> yeah, like, yeah just, that, that just shows what Kroos, Tony Croes is all about—a world class. Pass which not many in the world could play that pass. And yeah, fair play to Vinny for putting it away.
0: Great finish. I just I just want to ask you quickly. This may sound a little bit outrageous. I saw it on Twitter the other day. I Go was for ha- it. I was having a little think about it for, for about ten minutes. Yeah. And I came to the conclusion that it's not an amazing shout, but it's it's got a bit of credibility to it. Go for it. Um someone on Twitter basically said that they think that Tony Cruz Modric Pivot is nearly on the level of Javi and Iniesta.
1: Ooh. Oh, Gary Neville. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what it is, mate? I feel like that Prime Barca team were probably the best footballing side I've seen in my lifetime. Ever. I think right? ever, yeah. But if you're going off trophies, that Tony Cross and Modric pivot, well... I'm trying to think off the top of my head But they, they were obviously all there for the back-to-back-to-back Champions Leagues Both of them were yeah. Oh yeah. But obviously Casemiro had a massive part in that team Casemiro So, class, he? yeah, class. I feel like if you're going to debate the two midfields I feel like you have to do Busquets, Xavi, Iniesta Versus Casemiro, Kroos, Modric Yeah. And for me, the Barca three win it Because oh, of what oh, they've yeah, done, yeah. well. they done for Spain as well I agree What they've done for Spain as well But yeah, I mean, I feel like the shout's got some credibility to it But not for me just yeah. not for me
0: I think I, I do think However they are An underrated geo Because you look at oh, it Oh spot on Yeah Modric, spot on about Modric, that, yeah. is a Ballon d'Or winner Yeah And also was the player Of the World Cup Tony Cruz has won a World Cup
1: Yeah And obviously They won back to back to Champions Leagues is it, is, it,
0: is it four Champions Leagues They've won Or is it I've, three
1: I feel like Yeah I think because four? They won the 2014 one That was when the Ramos got the late header Yeah against um, Tico, yeah, it, yeah And then The first one Tico. Was, Tico. was at the San Siro In 2016 And then they won it Again 2017. Yeah, Juve 4-1, Juve, yeah. and then obviously it's Carrius uh, for the, for the <laughs> other one. But yeah, uh, they could make it
0: five this year.
1: They could make, they it, could five make it five this year, which is crazy. Under yeah,
0: I think if they made it five and they won another La Liga, then that shout of of the two of them as good as Xavi and Iniesta. I still wouldn't say they are as good, but I'd say it's definitely a credible. Yeah, shout, it's at definitely
1: least. a credible shout. And just to touch on Kroos individually, I said in the group chat last night, I genuinely think Kroos is one of the best midfielders of all time. Ever for oh, me, hundred percent, best 100%. Of the last decade. best of the last decade for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because Iniesta, also, mm, he was also class at Bayern as well when he was when he was younger. Oh, he was brilliant. Um, and then brilliant. got his move to Real Madrid, and well, the trophies have backed it up. He's, he's just superb. He really is. He never gives the ball away either.
0: I, I saw a tweet. It was it was from a Liverpool fan. Surprise, surprise. You know, yeah. terrible take on was Twitter. It Henderson over Cross or something. It was
1: no. It was it was it was arguably worse than
0: that. It oh was no. it was someone who was responding to a bit of Thiago criticism, and he was oh saying no. he, say, he was saying that Tony Crows would be a traffic cone in the Premier. It'd be He'd be absolutely beaten about and he'd be you know, everyone would be easing past him it'd be the same as Thiago, oh but Oh my to, god. To even com- I mean, don't get me wrong, Thiago is a quality player, but compared to Tony Cruz, it's if just not it's another level.
1: If you had Cruz over Rodri in that city team, <laughs> like that would be a joke. <laughs> I know be. Rodri's, Rodri's been a good sign of the city, but Cruz's passing is a, just uh, another level, he, mate. He's it's another level. level. What what would you say, Cruz or Modric? For me it's Kroos. I honestly would, it I is probably agree with you but yeah obviously Modric's got that Ballon d'Or to his name but I just think when Kroos plays whoever he's playing for Germany or Madrid they're a completely different team because they usually have more possession when they've got Kroos in the team I I couldn't agree more mate
0: and it's it makes the uh, the claims that they that he's sort of washed even stupider from earlier on in the season. They were saying that Cruz is done, Benzema's done, Modric is done. Yeah. It's outrageous. Just because a player gets a little bit older it does not mean they're finished. Just cause they go through a little bad run of form does not mean that someone of that class is finished no, as a footballer. spot it's on. It's outrageous. Spot on. But yeah, so it was, um, it was Vinicius who opened, obviously, and Asensio then capitalised on an absolute howler. From Trent. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Terrible. Mohamed Salah, as he normally does, pops up with a goal. Yep. And makes it 2-1. Massive goal in the context. Yeah, yeah of the like, goal.
1: that would have been huge if it was 2-1. 2-1. W- like, if it was 2-1, yeah. that would have been probably like having a draw going to yeah. Anfield. Like or 3-2 if, yeah. if
0: they made it 3-2 at the end. But 3-1. Three 3-1's one, three a bit of a it's possible it to come back. Yeah, but It but ain't tie over but it looks no. like it's 75% done I'd Spot say. Spot
1: on. Yeah, hit the nail on the head with 75%. I, I totally agree with that. And then
0: um, we move on, obviously, with Vinicius in the second half. Did Sal- was Salah's goal before half-time? I can't um,
1: quite remember. It, was, it was, was down the right side of the goal. So, yeah, second half it was. It was second, second half. He early scored early, half. early on in yep. the second
0: half, yeah. And then it was Vinicius who made it 3-1 with a nice little finish. There is a little meme of Jorginho Wijnaldum on the edge of the box standing still. Someone suggesting that his controller had died on PS4. <laughs> and I found that quite funny. So he might be off in the summer. Yes, there is yeah. rumor. there's theres rumours that he wants you know, an extended, a bigger contract at Liverpool, which I think yeah. is a joke. I think he's yeah. a decent centre mid, but I don't think he's... He's definitely not worth an insane new contract. So I think no, I agree. He probably will be off in the summer. Yeah, hilarious, hilarious loss here for Liverpool. And it'll be lovely to see them go out of the last competition they can win this season. So I really hope Madrid can do the business. What a shocking season, by the way. What they, a
1: shocking season that would be for Liverpool. If you go out in the last 16, you're, you're not probably not going to get top four. And FA Cup, they're out. League Cup, they're out. Horrendous season, shocking season, Horrendous terrible day. for that <laughs> group of uh, players.
0: It's quarterfinal I mean, Champions League, yeah. They, they did, they oh did, yeah, uh, of course, my mistake. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah, did, yeah, they did yeah. well. They beat was, Leipzig, didn't they? They beat. Le- yeah. There was there was sort of this sort of this suggestion that Liverpool's or in the Premier League has sort of run out this season, and that their style of play, and I'm probably doing them a disservice here, saying this is their tactics of press and then just give it to the wide men and just cross it as their complete you no know, tactics. But yeah, there was this sort of suggestion that they've been figured out in the Prem, and this style of football they played people basically countering it in the Premier everyone knew what they were going to do, and they found a way of playing against it and beating them. Yeah. And there was this, and I keep I keep using the word suggestion. Um, no, nah, carry on. But carry there, on. Is, there, there was this sort of, yeah, people sort of thought that in the Champions League, people haven't figured them out yet. Because obviously the yeah. they, they ease past RB Leipzig, who are, I'd say, the best team in the world because they knocked us out. Well. And we are, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. They, are, they are, however, a decent side. Yeah, they're solid. They're solid. They're a decent side, and Liverpool ease past them. So a lot of people suggesting they could go on and win the Champions League because they were a different side in Europe than they were in the Prem. Yeah. But Madrid sorta of showed them up and that midfield of Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric is just it. unbelievable. They I've
1: personally, Sorry mate, I've got a, a, an opinion on Liverpool and, and why I think they've been sussed out. And I don't I, I feel like their their philosophy from last season, like you said, about getting the ball wide, Trent and Robo balls into the box, obviously that incredible front three. I feel like for me it's one player who has I'm gonna be honest here, ruined that philosophy, and that's Thiago. And the, I will explain it. I yeah. feel like since he's came into the club, it reminds you of Sari when he had Jorginho They're trying to do everything through him in the middle of the park. He's having all the touches. He's trying to keep it simple by going sideways backwards. There's not enough risks being taken in there. And when you look at the team last season, you had Henderson in there, who was trying to break the lines, but would also cover the two fullbacks when they went forward. And I feel like that philosophy was wouldn't have been sussed out or it would have been, but they would have still been competing for the title because obviously they won it by such a big margin last year. And I just feel like with Tiago, I feel like their new style of play is a bit too predictable because if you man-mark Tiago out of the game, you're basically taking out Liverpool's main weapon of what they're trying to do.
0: Yeah, especially especially since we're seeing if a lot of, of Marder as well, marder has been poor this season. Yeah,
1: yeah, he has. And I just feel like Tiago has limited... The f- what the fullbacks can do for me. It's just a personal opinion. Maybe Liverpool fans will disagree, but I just feel like Tiago's came in and they've attempted tr- to try and play a completely different brand of football with more possession, completely more possession, and it's just not worked. Just I, personal opinion. I think
0: that's definitely a debate to be had there. I think, yeah. on Thiago, I think. I mean, Great player there but he's a, he's a good player I think on a slightly different point I think he's a terrible tackler By the way I think
1: he's an awful protector yeah, you, you can't he's have Thiago He's giving away fouls yeah. Yellow
0: yeah. cards every game It seems like every single time I watch Thiago play He's in the book Or yeah, should be in the on. book Yeah spot
1: on Because he's always late Or he's just Clu- rash so,
0: so clumsy So rash isn't
1: he Yeah and I just feel like Yes they've had injuries This season right But I'm looking back To the start of the season Remember when, when Thiago got that injury yeah. yeah Liverpool was still in the title race It was still near the top of the they league were, yeah, They were yeah They were
0: top of the league just before going into our
1: game at Anfield
0: when we played them on the 16th of January exactly mate
1: and for me there's two main factors why Liverpool have declined so much this season and it's the Thiago debate with the system which I've just talked about Mm -hmm. and also Van Dijk I feel yeah, like Van Dyke. Van Dyke, Van Dyke for me is their most important player over Salamane. You name it, I, I feel agree, like he's their most important player. I'd agree because
0: because you look at their system, they're massive gegen pressing. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce <laughs> it, but I'll, I'll just say pressing. They're just yeah. they're, it's amazing pressing. It works so well because Van Dyke is there to sweep it up if it goes. Well, yeah, long. Van, you can trust Van Dyke against
1: one or two defenders. It? Yeah, you can trust him when the fullbacks go. You can still trust him with exactly. the other centre back. Van Dyke is a but superhuman, isn't he? He's, he's, he's unbelievable. unbelievable. And like I said, for me, he's their most important player. But again when they had him and they had no Thiago, that was the older Liverpool for me from last season and they were still in the title race. Yeah, But they've adapted and the way they've adapted... It's adap- not worked well, is, has it? Yeah, the way they've adapted has just not been... It's not worked it's Not well. well so it's, it's brilliant to see for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great for you, mate, but that's why... For me, that's why I think they've declined so much. Yeah. People th- might not think, agree, but...
0: No, no, I think you got, I think you got a good point there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> onto, onto the onto the last Champions League game. I don't want to speak about it for too long because it was, let's face it, pretty controversial as well like. it was controversial yeah that is what we're going to talk about most yeah
1: deserves but to be talked about the
0: most hundred percent disgrace city, but it was city Dortmund. city two Dortmund one de bruyne has scored de bruyne was unbelievable by the way yeah a player. that left
1: football for phones goal oh, was a joke by the way
0: mate uh, oh, exceptional incredible. yeah but yeah de bruyne scored early on then marco royce scored late on in the game and then phil foden went and scored in the 90th minute to win it for Manchester City But that is not the big debate To be had here I no. mean I don't even think What we're going to talk about Is a debate Because it's ridiculous It's a disgrace. It is absolutely ridiculous It is the Jude Bellingham incident Where he went in And took it from Edison's feet Got the ball And scored He took. He only touched the ball. He got he the
1: ball. He completely. He didn't, he didn't yeah, a, touch Edison. I mean, you don't need to be that complex or specific about it. He got the ball. Like, he, yeah, okay, sorry his foot's a little bit high. Sorry the studs are showing. <laughs> he's played the ball for God's sake. It's completely legal it, what he's It's done. a joke. Like, Edison took too long. It's his fault. And it's not really in relation to, like, goalies having all this protection because that's usually for crosses, but... Why is the goalie been being protected there? I I have no idea. Well, what I what no what idea. has the referee seen to give a free kick there? It's absolutely, it's absolutely
0: ludicrous. It's because he's fallen over, I think. I it, think mate, it's genuinely because he's fallen terrible. over. It's terrible.
1: It's honestly awful. And think about how big that goal could be for that tie.
0: Yeah, yeah going 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 into the uh, going to the second leg at
1: two two for Dortmund. Mate, you've gone to the Etihad. You've got two goals and you've also not lost the game. Exactly. Like, that is probably the best result, bar a win, that you can get. And they got absolutely robbed by yeah. inept officiating. It's probably it. better than a one 0 win there. It, yeah. To be you? I actually, know it's crazy but you, mate. it's ridiculous and that goal is just huge. Like it's it's huge because obviously I feel like City will score at the end in the park. Yeah. But would they have scored two goals? Probably would, it's probably would, but again you could say probably not. There is there's a hum and har about a hum yes. and hard debate about them getting two goals, but they would have definitely got one. 100%. So yeah, it's a massive goal for the tie and well yeah, massive non goal for the tie. Ugh. Oh. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just bullshit, mate, that was, it was bullshit. Uh,
0: I, I think personally, bar the, bar the Aston Villa one last season where the ball went over the line. Yeah, the worst one you've seen. A goal, I think that's the worst, the worst VAR decision I've ever seen.
1: I'd, I'd have to agree. I mean, did they even check you, it? I, I, I don't even know. I mean, Surely they couldn't have checked that, because that would have been honestly... It's ludicrous. Yeah, disgraceful if they checked that and, and still stuck with that decision. I don't know how a professional referee gets
0: away with that. It's disgraceful. Um, disgraceful. But, yeah, absolutely comical. But that's really all we can say about the city Dortmund game. There wasn't a lot of action apart from that. Just before we take a break, we're going to touch on uh, my side, Manchester United, who, back to, back to, uh, back to Premier League action... Because we are obviously not in the Champions League anymore. Wahey. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> we did get past Brighton on Sunday evening. Difficult. 2-1 in the first half. Danny Welbeck made it 1-0. We we started off the game very nicely. We were we were pressed and we were getting at them. We could have got a goal early on. Mason Green hit the post. But then we were sunk by Danny bloody Welbeck, who <laughs> went
1: and scored. Big D-Wells. And he made I it like 1-0. D Wells.
0: And Brighton dominated his first half. I think RXG at half-time was about 0.15 compared to their... What was it? I can't remember. I think it was about 1.19. Jesus. And then going into the second half, Bruno Fernandes doing Bruno Fernandes things. He assists Marcus Rashford. Nice ball. Got absolutely wiped out. Marcus that was Rashford. M- just to say finish. one
1: thing, mate. Just say one thing on the Bruno assist. You know it's a world-class... You know midfielder When he The weight of the pass Was superb And also Amazing, the yeah. delaying Of the pass Yeah, He timed the exactly, pass Perfectly exactly. mate
0: Timed it perfectly Exactly It was beautiful from him He does get a lot of Stick Bruno Fernandes For his general performances But he does have These moments of brilliance In him yeah. And he showed it. He's just a risk taker He's a risk taker yeah. And the risk Normally comes off With Bruno yeah, Fernandes exactly. Gets criticised when it doesn't But when it does come off It's normally sublime It normally Gets us a goal or two And yeah Fantastic moment from him Fantastic finish From Marcus Rashford yeah, late on in the game, it was Mason Greenwood who was the star. Donny Van der Beek came on. His movement for the goal, I just want to say, was exceptional. Why don't
1: he, he play ben more White. minutes, man? Oh, it's it's,
0: it's, it's a, joke. a joke. He went he went and scored against the mighty Gibraltar in the week for Netherlands. So well done, Donny. Yep. for getting another international goal and his movement for Mason Greenwood's fan, for, for, for Mason Greenwood's finish was absolutely fantastic. Sent Ben White all over the chippy, and <laughs> Mason Greenwood was there to convert a Paul Pogba. It's very generous to say cross volley, <laughs> volley shots that led to Mason Greenwood header in home, absolute beauty, and we got the win against Bright, A massive win. I would say I don't want to curse, but this cement second, seal. yeah, I'd say it's cement, Champions League football. For oh sure yeah, the Champions season.
1: League's done, mate. For you, in my opinion, I think you've got that confirmed.
0: Yeah, and we've got We've now got a four-point gap on Leicester. They face yeah. West Ham at the weekend. We face Tottenham away, which is quite a tough one. Uh, if we can come through that, and West Ham can take some points off Leicester, I'd say. Second is nearly secured with seven games to go after after the game that we face this weekend but that was United Brighton keeps us second and that is part one of our show we're going to go to a short break That's 40 minutes that segment check don't mind it mate we've, good content good content you, you love Lengthy to see content. it we've got a lot to talk about after the break we've got City versus Leicester Arsenal and Liverpool and then we will touch on a relegation battle toon, toon, but for toon. now we will see you after the break and play our lovely outro music <laughs> And just like that, we are back on the Rose Ed show for part two. And we're going to start off, Jack, by talking about Leicester versus Manchester City. It finished Leicester 0 Man City 2. Benjamin Mendy getting a rare goal. Second, very rare. Very rare goal. His second of the Premier League season. It's very rare to see him even playing, let alone scoring. Gabriel Jesus made it 2-0 and City came away with a victory and three more points, leading them at almost to confirmed Premier League winner status. Jack, what were your thoughts on the game?
1: I didn't actually watch the game. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Me neither. neither. But it just seems like it was a traditional, well not resilient, but a traditional performance from Manchester City where it was professional, probably had more possession, I presume they did, and yeah, got the goal early, well not early, but in the first half, and then kept it professional and... Obviously, Hazus chipped in and got the other goal. So, just a, a decent win for City again, and the train continues, and it looks like they're going to win the Premier League within the next four to five weeks.
0: Yeah, especially with our record of bottling games, I'd see City winning it pretty swiftly. They've deserved to. They've been the best side yeah. of the league by, by far this 100%. season. hundred
1: percent, and also there's been a lot of teams this season that have dropped points consistently throughout the season, so the average points tally has been a lot lower than usual yeah. uh, for the top four teams especially, so... Yeah, uh, I mean City have obviously capitalized when teams have dropped points and that's why the gap's already so big. So, yeah, credit to them. I mean, they are a class team under Pep. It
0: is it is nice to see, however, teams not getting like 100 points in the premises. Oh yeah, that's disgraceful. Like a 97 disgraceful, point to yeah. 96 point title race is just it's just boring, isn't it? Cuz City start off the season really poorly, they're dropping a lot of points. Yeah. Since then they've been they've been pretty solid. They've dropped a few here and there, you know, obviously the uh the game at the Etihad when we well, hey. absolutely battered them. Come yeah, on. Love it. But um, yes, yeah, so this was this was just classic Man City this season, wasn't it? It's a very different city to what we've seen over the years. Because normally we've seen City, they've normally gone and absolutely battered these teams. And they've gone yeah. and maybe drawn to a side like Leicester, conceded a few, maybe lost to a, to, a, to a dodgy side here and there. But this season, it just seems like there's no surprises with them. They turn up to a team who they're expected to beat. They absolutely control the game. They keep a clean sheet. And they take home the three points. And this is exactly what we saw here. Leicester's XG in the end was 0.23 oh Jesus! to City's nor- to City's 1.69 sorry yeah and that is pretty much as you'd expect there's not yeah. much more we can say about this Man City game other than they controlled the just game just routine isn't it yeah routine, just routine a routine win and they were deserved winners for sure spot on so as much as I hate to say congratulations City closing in on another Premier League title you boring bunch of bastards love that <laughs> awesome. alliteration to a point there lovely bit of alliteration um Hopefully, my uncle doesn't get too mad at me swearing on the podcast. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um. Arsenal versus Liverpool was up next. Arsenal naught. Um Neil. Yeah, it was definitely naught because they amassed a naught point xg. That's disgraceful. Ninety minutes. That's, that's the same as when we lost uh, to Brighton three-nil. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Absolutely criminal from Arteta, who is apparently this expansive manager. It's good Michael's not here this week because I'd expect we wouldn't be seeing such a positive twist on this game and he would been moaning about Arsenal and saying that Arteta is still the best manager in the world
1: <laughs> <laughs> no but comment from me no,
0: <laughs> no comment we'll stay silent but Michael if you are listening I actually do rate Arteta yeah so do I <laughs> just,
1: just give him some money that's yeah, what I'll say just, give him some just, money just a
0: little dig we had to get a little dig in yeah. while you're not here son yeah um, poor
1: commitment from you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and
0: okay. I never actually finished the scoreline there it was Arsenal new Liverpool 3 yeah uh, Jota Salah Jota uh, it's a story which we've Jota's like been season. unbelievable Jota, mate Jota being quality when he's when he's fit to play, scoring a lot of goals. He was, he was class at Wolves, wasn't he? Yeah. And I think, yeah. that, I think it's been, it's been a bit of a surprise at how well he's done this season. Obviously, you got that hat trick earlier in the season in the Champions League. Everyone was like, "Oh my God, this player is unbelievable."
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because we didn't see that at Wolves, we didn't, we didn't see him scoring hat tricks and stuff. But I, I think, think it's he because,
1: got one against Leicester. Yeah, I think he tomorrow, got one but before, yeah, but, but yeah, s-
0: s- just scoring such a high. Scored a lot goals. more goals. Yeah. yeah spot on. But, but I think that is because he's come from a team that's so defensive. Like Santo gets a lot of praise. But he is a very defensive manager, isn't he? Yeah, I'll he? spot on. his five at the back. He is. He is a, he's a Portuguese Steve old. Bruce. Well, I mean, to be fair. Yeah, maybe not a maybe Steve not Bruce. Maybe not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe a Portuguese, I don't know, Chris Houghton. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone like yeah. that. He's, he's not the most exciting manager. And I think Jota be able to come out of his shell playing with more exciting players and playing in a more exciting system that allows them to flourish a bit more. And I personally think the same would happen If somebody like Pedro Neto left, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I was thinking Neto
1: in my head when you were talking about Jota there. Yeah, I think think
0: Neto is a fantastic player who we'll probably talk about again later and probably in many episodes to come in the future. Spot on. (laughs) But back to this game it was Liverpool dominance, wasn't it? Alexander Arnold.
1: Good board, he was fair. he actually doing a alexander Arnold what alexander Arnold does on the forward end. yeah great exactly. delivery
0: when he's when he's got the sort of game where he can just go and attack and he can put in his crosses he looks like the best right back in the world spot on which i don't yeah. definitely don't think he is just in no. that game in midweek well, like,
1: like, yeah like we spoke about in relation to the champions league game we know how good he is going forward but it's his defensive side of the game which is so poor and obviously in this arsenal game arsenal didn't didn't clearly attack much or didn't really create many chances and it kind of allowed Alexander Arnold to thrive down the right side yeah. and just do what he does best constantly try and get crosses into the box they were,
0: they were absolutely horrendous mate Arsenal were Yeah. Aubameyang he's got a new haircut but it's the same Aubameyang we've seen this I, season I, honestly I <laughs> I know he's
1: a good player Like I know this season he's not been that good compared to previous seasons but he's not a captain at all I just want to make one not thing clear not, it was a sympathy vote from Arsenal to make him sign the ting <laughs> So making captain (laughs) to help him to assist in making him sign that new contract. He's he's not a captain. He's not a leader. Like obviously for the North London derby, he breaks match day protocol. I mean, you're the captain of probably what the biggest game of your season on paper against your main rivals. You you can't be doing that. It's just it's not professional. And he's on so much money as well, mate. Why is your discipline? Yeah, where's your Agreed. point? You know.
0: I agree, mate. Yeah, for mate. me, for me, I know he's only, only, I know he only joined what last summer, summer 2020? twenty. Who were Bameyang? 2019. No, no, no. Um, it was January, no, no. wasn't it? No, no. I'm um, I'm, I'm touching on someone else here. Oh right. I think, uh, yeah, I think he only, I think it was summer twenty nineteen he joined, but I think Kieran Tierney's a very good. Oh, super, be Arsenal mate. Captain. I think he should yeah. be Arsenal captain.
1: Personally. I, t- I, I, personally agree. Obviously, Xhaka, what happened with Xhaka was yeah, he Grant can't Xhaka. Really be again. Yeah, <laughs> but um, in relation to that, I do think Kieran Tierney it would be a super captain. I mean, obviously, he was captain of Celtic as well from he was such captain. a young age. Yeah, exactly. He's still, so. young, he's still young now, isn't he? Yeah, to, I mean, he's like 23, he, 24. Yeah, maybe when he was a bit a younger. Captain there. Yeah. But I think,
0: I mean, I'm just think, just having a think now about the Arsenal squad, about other captain candidates. I can't really think about it. I think Tierney would be the perfect choice. Yeah, I
1: mean, or you give it to someone like I know he's not a great player, but maybe you give it to someone like Bellerin, who's been there for a long time. But again, he's not a captain. Yeah, he's that, not a captain. that would be sort so. Of what yeah, we did with Valencia, it yeah,
0: just just someone who's been in the squad for a while. Yeah, captain. yeah. Leno, Leno, Yeah, Len- Leno
1: again. It's kind of similar to Bellerin. I know Leno's not been there as long, nowhere near as long, but he is like one of the more. I think Se- d- he's senior, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's more a senior, senior in that squad, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think Tierney. It's got to be Tierney's armband, surely.
0: I think, t- I think t- and obviously, he should be the Arsenal captain. Yeah,
1: and he backs up with performances. He can lead by example While how good he mate. plays. He's so so, he's so consistent as well. That's, yeah.
0: that's got to be an attribute of a captain. Aubameyang is anything but. He is a, he's, he's so mercurial. He, 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 he's he'll a blank, maverick, isn't he? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, He's will blank three games in a row, and then suddenly he'll get a goal, and everyone will be like, oh, he's the best striker in the world again. Yeah, or Arsenal he'll... fans will say, yeah, he's better than Rashford. He's better than Son. Yeah, I'd, 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 Not anymore. He used to be, but not anymore. Aubameyang, for me now... Is is not great. Well, He's Kane not great, and it really, was
1: Kane versus Aubameyang used to be a fair debate. It really did, yeah. It but really now it's just it's just another level now in it. Like, yeah. do Aubameyang's gone down, Kane's gone up mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of their oh, sure, ability. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's not even a debate anymore. I
0: think there's a big difference in a player dropping off in form and having a slightly off-season and being washed. And I think, yeah. although it's, you know, it's maybe not the nicest term to use for Bamyang, but I think he is pretty much washed. Yeah, I, th- I don't think he'll ever hit the level he did or anywhere near the levels he, he previously hit again. I think that's him done pretty much. I think, I'm not sure how long he'll stay at Arsenal, but I...
1: I don't know. I think he'll see out his contract and then he'll go to God knows where it will go. Somewhere a bit lower. Yeah. Maybe. it will be, what, 34 by the end of that deal
0: Yeah, Maybe I'm being a bit harsh on him, but I, I yeah, but I think his level's completely dropped this season, personally, mate. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: I, I totally agree with you, mate, in terms of his stats. I do feel like he's not... I, I don't know if I just said it or not, but I don't think he's finished yet. I don't think he's finished yet. I feel like you've got to consider the quality of this Arsenal team. It's not that good of a team.
0: Yeah, yeah you've got a point there, mate. But at the same time, I think, if anything, they've gone up in quality from when... He was performing so well, because now they've got Saka, who's obviously performing. Yeah, Tierney's really thriving at left-back. Um, Lacazette. Lac- to be fair, Lacazette's having quite a good season. Odegaard's thriving. Smith-Rowe. He has got players around him that can create for him.
1: I guess, but like, where are they in the league? Like, ninth. Ninth like, in the league, yeah. Why is it going so bad, then? Is it just because of simply how poor they are defensively? It's, because It's a bit of a mystery, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I just don't know. Like like you say, you've, you've got some good players around him there. But then... Why is he not providing the goods? It it doesn't really add up. It's a a really strange one. Yeah, I I don't know. But anyway, Aubameyang's been definitely a lot worse this season. But yeah, I I don't think he's finished yet. I I feel like obviously Arteta, we've talked about Arteta having this potential. You know, he could become a good coach or a brilliant coach, but he just needs some backing. And obviously I feel like if he gets some better defenders or some better players like a CDM as well, like a Basuma like we talked about the other week, maybe that also leads to Aubameyang thriving again. You just yeah. don't know, but I, yeah, I agree with this. Anyway.
0: There is there is definitely huge holes in this Arsenal squad. Yeah, their back, the back is still pretty. Got some poor. good individuals, mate. They have got, got good, good, have good individuals. individuals. But I think Odegaard's a player of real quality. Yeah, Smith Rowe's got quality. Lacazette. I, I think Lacazette actually is a bit underrated. Personally, I think he's. He's not a bad centre-forward He's got what 11 Prem goals this season In 19, 20 games Yeah It's not a bad outcome
1: I, I agree But then again When you're Arsenal You, need more, you deserve you? to have A 20 goal yeah. season striker Every Agreed. every year Yeah, For need, me but You need more than that don't. You? Yeah, I guess for Arsenal standards Nowadays it's not bad But yeah. this is Arsenal Football Club he's We're talking about at the end of yeah. the day. Like, I've said it with Man United Like What Man United are doing now Yes they're second in the league But for me They're still underachieving because I, of I how far they
0: are behind Man City, I agree. We're we're fourteen points behind them. Could, could go eleven with a game in hand, but we're still, f- we are we are streets away from where Man City are. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sp- sorry Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal are, are oh, actually
1: tenth. Oh like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're, yeah. you're you're spot on. But like, just a touch on Man United quick. I, I still feel like you deserve the best in class, the best players in the world, the best manager in the world. You deserve all this because you're probably the biggest club in the world. Even you're Real Madrid. Personal opinion. But yeah, you're, agree, you're still underachieving, and I feel like it's similar with Arsenal. I expect Arsenal to be competing for the league every year, or being in the conversation. Oh, for sure. You know, even just qualifying for the top four, I don't feel like that's good enough for Arsenal Football Club. Just uh, personal opinion. I agree, but and and yeah, same with Manchester United for sure. I don't want, exactly. I don't want
0: to get you know too like too financial, too economical, because not really. Yeah. I'm not really too qualified considering my D grade in economics A level. <laughs> but, um, but but it's. It's not just from like a, the club history standpoint. It's from financially, we we make the most in the league by a significant amount. We should. Yeah, be, the marketing
1: we, and the branding, yeah. and obviously you've got a massive Asian following. I know yeah, about that. We, yeah, but, we all,
0: well, yeah, we do, yes, it's it's pretty famous, isn't it? It's pretty. Yeah, notorious. it's well known. We earn so much money compared to anyone else in the league, and we just we don't out, we should be. Without you know trying to sound arrogant or entitled, no, go We for it. should be spending more than any else in the entire league. I totally some agree. Distance, FFP dictates that we can. Yeah, and the revenue well, you wouldn't we wouldn't get generate done by FFP means you we should.
1: FFP, you wouldn't get done by it if you did overspend. You exactly. wouldn't get done by it because of how big of a f- football club you are. Yeah, exactly. So, and
0: even though, the financial fair play limits comes from the revenue make as a club. So we yeah. could. We, we can fairly outspend clubs like City and Chelsea. Oh, easily. But we don't, and I th- it's probably the same with Arsenal. I've not really looked I, so I much think with Arsenal, backing, def- but yeah,
1: they definitely before. make the most on the match day. They, they make, definitely they make, make the so most on the match day. I, was like, I think it's even in Europe. Yeah, I, I, was, yeah. Looking
0: at, I was looking at a season ticket yesterday. They make 900 quid for a season that's ticket. That's crazy, man. It is an
1: absolute joke. That's an arm and a leg cut yeah, off just to go crazy. to
0: the Emirates to watch them draw yeah. teams like
1: Brighton and Burnley, or worse. But yeah, just to touch on it quickly, I feel like United and Arsenal deserve a lot better than what they're getting. I agree,
0: mate. I'm not not trying to sound too entitled here I just think
1: yeah I think we are underachieving yeah yeah but uh, it's it's football
0: nowadays, you know. You get a big, you get a big oil club owner. We're well, Chelsea. not an oil club city, owner, but yeah. he's an oil. He's in What's we'll he? He's the the city owner. He's an Arabian prince. Yeah, who's p- Got billions of pounds oil business. Who's the richest owner in the league? Is he? Well, the owner in the
1: at the moment, yes. But maybe that well, could change in the bad. summer. Yeah, Yeah, could, could. Yeah. Uh, yeah, could, but you've got to believe
0: that. That'd be the biggest in the championship, mate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I,
1: just a to touch quickly. I know it's a bit irrelevant, but if we did get our owners. We would when you combine all the other 19 Premier League owners' money, we'd still be 10 times richer. That is, that is absolutely incredible, but yeah. Anyway, moving on because, um, yeah, we'll talk about Newcastle later in the year. Oh, no, we're that well, Jack, segway
0: Um, we are on to uh, we're on to Newcastle now. Oh, right now. yes, that's the Arsenal Liverpool talk done, and we move on to the biggest game of the week. Yes, it was right Newcastle United versus Tottenham Hotspur, and it finished 2 all, Jack. I know you've prepared some decent size and notes on this game So take it away mate
1: Okay so I just want to first of all touch on the game and what happened really So first of all I felt like in the first 20 minutes of the game I felt like Newcastle United were in control We didn't have much of the ball but we looked very comfortable Spurs didn't really create many chances They were knocking it side to side backwards as well And I felt like we had more of it uh, before Well the goal obviously but then the goal came Dwight, well, before the goal, sorry, Dwight Gale had a great double chance, John the show with a lovely ball into the box, and Dwight Gale, for me, he could have even scored both chances, but when you get two chances of that quality back-to-back, you've got to put at least one of them away, and obviously, Lloris, That's great cool. double save, so, moving on to the goal then, so the first goal, Joel Linton, just loves playing Tottenham, <laughs> doesn't he, I mean, I wish we could play <laughs> Spurs every week, well, I wish he could play Spurs every week, but, um, yeah, so Sanchez, who I thought was absolutely embarrassing in that first half, by he's the way. Dreadful. He's so rash, he's and he's horrendous. got no composure on the ball. But, yeah, he hacks it away to Richie's feet. Richie drives with the ball and wins a 50-50. The ball falls nicely to Longstaff. Great weight of pass. Who came back into the team.
0: Wait, is, this, is this Sean or Matty?
1: Big Sean. Big Sean. Uh, Matty won in the squad again, unfortunately. Uh, but, um, yeah, Sean back in the firing line with Hayden's injury. Great assist for Joel Linton, who couldn't really miss, to be fair to him. But, yeah, great to see him score because he cares about the club. He runs his ass off most weeks. Um, Not Brighton the other week, but most weeks he does. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, great goal for him, buzzing for him. I have a soft spot for him, so happy days. Uh, Moving into the next goal in the game, Harry Kane, equaliser. Of course it's Harry Kane. A bit of a one man team spurs, you could say. They really um, are. They're becoming, they're becoming, I think
0: they're becoming more of a one man team as the season goes on. So reliant on him, mate. Yeah, so, so I, mean, I mean, some was so good earlier on in the season. Yeah. Nobody's had good spells, but right now it's literally the Harry Kane show, isn't it? Spot on.
1: And usually Kane gets injured at this stage of the season. Yes. It's happened before, especially for the World Cup season. And I think even last year it happened as well. Um, and then he came back late. But yeah, anyway, in relation to the goal. Emil Kraft for me has got to clean it Clear his lines It kind of ricochets Around the box Kraft has a great Opportunity on the left Foot to clear his lines Doesn't Kind of miss kicks The ball and Kane Just puts it into the net He's quite dodgy Isn't he Kraft oh, He's terrible mate <laughs> He's terrible I mean obviously I'm going to back him When he plays for the club Because he's plays for my club Newcastle United But he's shocking He's like a <laughs> robot He's under 6 foot I've never seen a player Under 6 foot move Like he does He's like a fucking he Robot mate. moves like me yeah <laughs> well no you, you you've got a bit of ability in the turn <laughs> <laughs> i'll take that I'll yeah take yeah that. but um yeah the goal came one all and then this bear in mind this was only a minute after we scored so talk about you know you know when you when you could score, uh best time to score a goal is when you've conceded uh, because the other team could be like switched off or whatever but yeah anyway they got the equalizer and straight away again they score again so basically my dad went downstairs to put the kettle on by the time it boiled we we were two one down. One there when he pulled it. Two one when he typical was ready to pull the tee. But yeah, spot on. But yeah, <laughs> great great pass from Ndombélé for the Kane goal. Far corner. Two one. Uh, and they went into the break at halftime. Two one. And I felt like overall for the for the pattern of that half, it was pretty even. But yeah, Spurs uh, Spurs were just clinical. Good took the chances. Scurs. So quickly moving into the second half. Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, relatively even again in the start of the half. But then Javit Tanganga gets a header from a corner and it's headed off the line by Amaron. Great header off the line by him in the right position at the right time. And then again, it's getting 2-1 and obviously we, like, we know about Mourinho. He likes to sit off when he's got a one-goal margin and kind of like encourage pressure but then just kind of play his low block. And this happened. But um, for the last 15 minutes especially, we were knocked on the door, constantly getting the ball wide. Murphy putting some great crosses who had a great game by the way. And the equaliser came, Joe Willock. Arsenal Loney, I'm sure Michael will be happy to see that he scored again. Um yeah, up in his transfer value. Yeah, yeah. I mean Michael claimed that he they want twenty five to thirty million pounds for him. Yeah. I think that's yeah, not so gonna that's, happen, that's, mate. That's, I'm a afraid. Joke, that's a joke, Michael. Yeah. But um <laughs> yeah, Joe Willock pops up and I think that makes him like one of the highest scoring midfielders for Arsenal in the Premier League. More than Xhaka, more than <laughs> um party, more than Ceballos yeah, yeah, what it, it, yeah, spot on. But, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, massive goal for Newcastle United, that. Um, at the time, it made us go three points above Fulham, which is essentially a game's worth. And it was a massive point. And also, not just the point, but the performance. It was a massive response in comparison to the, to the game before against Brighton. I was saying that it was the worst game I've seen Newcastle United play for multiple yeah, years. Yeah. And it was just... Amazing to get that goal, and it was fully deserved. Fully against, deserved.
0: Against the quality side as well, wasn't it? Yeah, well, we know. Normally. <laughs> yeah,
1: normally is a great word to use there because they are quite inconsistent. They've yeah. got a good group of players there, but they have been quite inconsistent this season. But um, yeah, massive point for us, and just to touch on a few players, I thought Craft was terrible. Uh, when he came that's in. Um, as per. Yeah, I thought Paul Dummett, who came into the team. To, uh, team We went back to a back five, by the way. And Dummett came in at the left centre-back. Really good performance for him, in my opinion. And Sean Longstaff came in as well. And a great assist for him. And Jacob Murphy, again, was super.
0: That's, that's good to see Longstaff doing well.
1: Yeah, but that but that basically covers the game, mate. In terms of what happened. And in the bigger picture, uh, it's a big point for us because we're three points above Fulham now. And Tottenham are kind of dense there. Uh, Run for top four because if they won that game, they would have been a point above Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Instead of it's 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 a two point gap behind them. Yeah, just
0: just just uh quickly on Jose Mourinho, he's been getting a lot of flak. I mean, he's got a lot of flak over the past few months. Yeah, but I think I saw a lot after this game about how he just always you 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 just mentioned it before how he always sits back with a one goal lead. Yeah, always. It's such poor form it doesn't work mate. yeah if you've done what you've got just work. mix it up
1: you know just carry on pressing if you've got the fitness in the tank that is keep pressing keep trying to dictate the ball and force the opposition to come and chase you and then that way the gap's open and you can go and get the second goal to wrap up the game exactly the best, I mean, the best way
0: to the best way to hold on to a lead is to keep the ball and to just yeah. maintain in control and in possession and you know, it's fair play when you're playing against teams like City if you've got a one goal lead maybe sit yeah. back and you'll get lucky. but game, And it has worked mate. before, but not against Newcastle. Yeah. With all due respect, and Newcastle, no, on,
1: as I always say, they're shit. Yeah, we are shit. <laughs> and I'll, I'll admit that. I still love them, though. But, yeah, what I kind of see in in terms of similarities with Bruce and Mourinho, and I can't believe I've just said that. <laughs> it's, um, it's probably not that yeah, bad of a comparison yeah, I in this can't day, believe mate. I've just said that. But, like, in terms of what I'm going to try and say, both managers like to sit deep and encourage pressure and... Not have much of the ball. When that happens, you are relying on luck to be on your side to have the rub of the green, and you're hoping that no ricochets or dodgy exactly bounces happen it. in your box, right? For this second goal, the Joe Linton heads it back across, and Amaron competes with I don't know what centre half it is, competes with the centre half, and the ball drops perfectly for Willock, right? For me, that that goal wouldn't have happened if they were sitting deep, because you're encouraging just you're encouraging pressure, encouraging. Yeah. For the, sure. Yeah, you're, like I just said, you're encouraging fortune to be on your side, and when it's not, moments like this happen, and it's happened too much this season for Mourinho. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree, with so. it,
0: because it's, it's happened a couple of times with us. It happened yeah. against Everton, the one that comes to mind. When we drew three all. Yeah, and I know it's not a very relevant comparison, but I always, I always say on pro clubs. You know, no, wait, we, we, team. we've got a one, <laughs> we've got a one goal lead. Keep the ball. Don't, yeah. Don't don't don't, don't soak pressure up because in the end, there probably will be a lucky bounce or ricochet. Yeah. And the other team will go and score, and it's and what are you gonna time say or time again with Spurs. What are you gonna
1: say? Oh, it's lucky. Well, like <laughs> it's not. It's, it's it, not lucky. It's what you're asking for. Like we Newcastle have played this way for to be fair, even under Benitez, and even though Benitez was brilliant at his job, when we did lose games by a one goal margin, it was usually because of a ricochet. We've yeah, a lot of yeah. late goals. It happens, so, doesn't it? It's, yeah. the fine mar- it's the fine margins. Exactly. And just to quickly touch on a different subject in relation to the game, XG. Yeah, we had 4.07 we which it. is our highest by a country mile this season it's the third highest of any team in the Premier League this season and it was also the most chances we created in the game of football this season I think we had 22 shots on goal that's, well not on target crazy. but on goal that is crazy so, Really good performance for us. There's a few Newcastle fans. Well, a fair portion of Newcastle fans saying it, sh- it should have been three points. Going off the performance, we deserve three. It points. probably could have been. I've just I've just got yeah. up on Twitter right now. Yeah. And I know I'm coming across as a bit horny for
0: uh, expected goals, but no, nah, um, don't mind mate. It's, it's a good stat. Yeah, it's a yeah. Good start. I, th- I think it's a very yeah. I think it's a very relevant um relevant stat to bring up. Yeah. But I just got this up on Twitter from the XG Philosophy. Yeah. At, at XG I've got Philosophy. it as well. Follow, follow them follow, mate. Yeah. yeah, I've got this one up. It's the largest combined XG totals this season. Like 6.3 or something. Yeah, it? and yours is the second highest behind Man United leads. And your XG of yeah. 4.07... Was only, what, 0. 0. 0.43 lower than ours when we scored six against Leeds. Exactly. And like, it's, it's higher than, I think it's higher than we beat Sampson 9 0.
1: Yeah, which is crazy. So because you, you
0: could have easily gone and won that game, couldn't yeah, you?
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, touching on the, the what you just said about like 6.3 or whatever is, was combined, usually it'd be Newcastle United would be the team <laughs> who would contribute <laughs> yeah. least to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That. Like,
0: most two thirds of, of it's Newcastle. Yeah, we,
1: we created, Mental. the chance we created merited four goals, which is unbelievable yeah. to say. <laughs> That's probably, right? I think it's the highest we've had on Steve. Please the me. contrast because
0: was was Brighton your last Premier League game? It was, and that was
1: zero point zero nine. Zero point
0: zero nine. So that
1: is. Hang on, I'm just gonna do bring some out math. I
0: mathematician in me.
1: I think it's exactly four.
0: Uh, was it four point oh nine? Four point oh nine. I think. Yeah, yeah so yeah. exactly
1: four goals more <laughs> You've, than the Brighton game.
0: Oh my god, you have yeah. Oh wow, that is it's crazy. Your your XG for this game just got on many thanks to the calculator online love it your xg from that game was 44 times higher than it Jesus was against man. Brighton
1: yeah which again just <laughs> that's madness uh, yeah it's it's <laughs> it's crazy but again even though I want him out of the club, credit to Steve Bruce and credit to the players. Yeah, giving such good a good response. We couldn't have reacted, we, in terms of performance, we couldn't have probably reacted any better than we did. Spot on, mate. It a fantastic, it, fantastic It was fantastic LA last game. Um, and that leaves you three points clear of Bright,
0: of, 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 of Fulham, of Fulham sorry, yeah. with a game in hand.
1: Yeah, huge, huge. And obviously we've got Burnley this weekend, so it's an opportunity to get three points. I felt like it has to be three points again. It has to be, yeah.
0: um, Fulham got Wolves tomorrow night. Massive, massive Yeah. Game.
1: Yeah, I just feel like it's it's a very very important game, and I know it's a cliche statement, but it's true. It's it's no, just, it is it's a game that we have to win. So yeah. I, I presume we can now. Well, we can now touch on Fulham after that, but that's Newcastle United covered. We can, Spurs.
0: yeah. This, this relegation battle is hitting up very nicely, and next up uh, we are going to talk about Villa versus Fulham. As Jack just said, We yep. finished Villa three, Fulham one. Alexander Mitrovic capitalised a terrible Tyrone Ming mistake mate. to make it 1-0 to
1: Fulham yeah that was terrible that
0: was fairly late on in the game it looked like Fulham could have got a massive three points there and well we were outside like the relegation zone, zone you mate. were
1: yeah no we were in the relegation zone mate for about yeah, 10 minutes I remember laughing at you yeah and then before I know it Trezeguet
0: goes and bags a brace yeah makes it one the wall. first goal was superb and then 2-1 he scored the second didn't he though? yeah
1: yeah the Egyptian the Egyptian king the Egyptian in my opinion not Mo Salah
0: pro- I'd say he's the best Egyptian player Is he my El Mahammedi, yeah, or El Nani. Oh yes, yeah, those, those, <laughs> are top. those are my. Oh uh. yeah, in my unbiased opinion, those are the top four. Yeah, I had that, and then, <laughs> and, and yeah, Oli Watkins, who I personally think is a superb striker, superb, and so young, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, the way he's come to the Premier League and adapted, I think, is. Absolutely fantastic! Same Patrick Bamford, obviously. Yeah. Um. He made it three-one, secure the game for Aston Villa. Massive win for them. Yeah. It takes them above Arsenal, which I love. Takes them into ninth, <laughs> having a very good season. Aston Villa. They've only played twenty-nine games as well. Yeah. If they yeah. win their next game. They will be a couple points behind Liverpool, who are still in the Champions League race. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't I say they're know. in the Champions League battle, but, Villa, but they've had a very good season. They are pushing, yeah, they've, they're pushing the top side as well.
1: They've been superb, mate, and I feel like they will get that top half finish, which is incredible when you consider what happened last season. I mean, only 35 points, oh, that's crazy. and that yeah. usually will send you down most seasons. Yeah. And of course, they had the goal line technology floor. The ghost goal, yeah. Yeah, which went in their favour, but... Yeah, it's, it's been an amazing turnaround for Villa, Fair and place, credit huh? where it's The owners have also backed the manager again with uh, in the in the summer with the money. Yeah, I I, um, I think they're a well run club, mate. Yeah, they are. They have got they're actually under their owners. It's under messed, oh, I don't know the word it. Their owners, it's, it goes unnoticed how rich their yeah. owners are. Yeah, yeah. They're one of the richest owners in the Premier League, and the the money is there to be spent and yeah. that they could easily be competing for Europa League in a couple of seasons sure, especially yeah. if they keep greenish as yeah, well yeah for sure i, I
0: know we are meant to be talking about a relegation battle but I just yeah i just want to talk about villa yeah we talk about a little villa, bit yeah. because
1: it was a great performance um, it was, well it great was a last f- no sorry f- great last 15 minutes it a, yeah, it was, yeah it was a very minutes. good last, it was a good yeah.
0: response to them and it was a yeah. good win but i just want to compare obviously we've compared the last season compared to this season and their changes in fortune but i think a huge part of that is down to the way that they've reflected on, and then improved their transfer policy in the summer. Because the first summer, when they arrived, they signed, let's say they signed Mings for big money, who, yeah. was, who was already there on loan, yep. who's not a bad center back he well He's done in well in that championship season. They signed Marvellous Nakamba, who came from abroad. They signed Trezeguet, who came yeah, from abroad. Yeah, they signed a lot of... Um, Wesley, they went and got Samata. Was it Samata? They got yeah, Samata, January? yeah. It's, it's, it's a very haphazard transfer policy. They're just signing players from abroad that just all coming into this new environment, this new... This new league. It's a style of football. They either turn into a
1: superstar or they are absolutely donkey. Yeah, and I, I think when they're all mixed when together... When it's a forum league like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's too many cooks, you know. It's too many players coming into this it's new like system. 12
1: players or something. They yeah, that it or something.
0: yeah, it was ridiculous. And it amassed about £100 million. It was
1: 150 mate. It was blimey. Yeah, was, yeah, it was around it was, that total, t- mate. It's
0: more than we normally spend. <laughs> but... That was a very poor summer, you know. Wesley are very, very unfortunate to get injured, but he looked a yeah. like, donkey. Yeah, yeah. And you know, a lot of their players they signed that summer have not succeeded in, in the slightest. But they reflected on it, and full credit to them because this summer they identified the positions they needed. Yeah, they needed a right back. Cash. They signed someone who's been dominating in the championship, someone who looked ready to make the step up, and he has. Matty Cash, Cash has been, been fantastic, superb, mate. He has been absolutely superb. Who else did they sign this summer? Watkins. They signed Ollie Watkins. They needed a striker, and instead of going abroad and maybe going to someone who's playing in a much lesser league. In a different sort of a different sort of way of football, yeah, they went and signed for the championship. They signed someone who's who's got a proven track record in England, yeah, in a good division in England. They went and signed him. He's made the step up, and he's massively changed their fortunes this season. Um, yeah, spot on. Ross Barkley on loan. I know he's not been. He doing started really recently, well, but he, he, started, he started well. He set them off on a good tone. He was very good. Yeah. And it's just those sort of Martinez, Martinez, yeah, Premier League
1: proven as well.
0: Oh, um, he's got a shout, he's got an outside shout for signing of the season. Yeah, and these sort of signs that Villa made—they yeah. identified what they needed and they recruited smartly. Crucially, yeah, they spent their money again, but they recruited smartly. They got the position yeah. they needed. They got the players that they needed that could come in and make the jump and. Villa, it's it's completely changed their fortunes, and they've been superb this season. And if Greenwood had got injured, they could easily be around where Liverpool are. They could be, yeah, with that yeah, they could be with yeah, outside of Champions League. But yeah. still, full credit to Aston Villa, very good season. But on to Fulham. So, where do you reckon that leaves you now compared to Fulham in the relegation battle? Do you say you're more confident now?
1: I think I definitely am, mate. Of course, I don't, I don't want to count my chickens or anything like that. But um, yeah, no, it's,
0: it's fair. It's, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, you know, I mean,
1: it's a point gained on them. And I haven't really assessed the fixtures or anything like that but Mitrovic does concern me still because you talk about how good he was for Serbia um, on the international break I think he got either four yeah. or five goals in those he's three very, games very good, yeah. and then got his goal against Villa he's going to be hungry and confident so and I, I feel like with Scotty P like they were superb in that game for the best part of 70 minutes in my opinion um, but yeah I think they're still a better football team than us but I'm just hoping that we can have enough in the tank to get points when we need them and you know, as long as we focus- I just feel like we need to focus on ourselves. At the I, end of the day,
0: I think I think the problem with Fulham, and maybe maybe it turns to the manager as well, mm. is that they're a very they're a pretty side and they play good football, but they just can't seem to get it over the line. It's um, kind
1: of like Norwich last season, but yeah, I feel like Fulham better. are better. They are better, yeah. 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 But it's they a just, weird they one.
0: Just can't get those wins under their belt. Even like no matter how much they deserve them, with the football that they're playing, yeah. dominating teams because they they dominated Villa for most of this they game. Won, they like, they look very yeah good. yeah
1: they won like five games no sorry they drew five games in a row. At yeah. one stage and there you've got yeah, I two mean two to three wins there that's yeah, 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 pretty yeah, much I safe mean, you know yeah you, you five draws or two wins in five games you're taking two wins yeah even oh, yeah, though you're sure, unbeaten yeah. over five games for sure six yeah. points over five so it's just, yeah it's the
0: lack of conversion that will, that could haunt them and could lead spot to their on. downfall spot on and with Brucey as much as he is. Probably the worst manager in the entire league. Yeah, he is at le- at the very least Premier League experienced, and you can seem to somehow grind out these results. He knows even when how to dig something out the
1: bag, and yeah, you deserve need. a lot better. Yeah, but
0: Bruce probably can grind out a couple wins that Fulham yeah. probably
1: can't. Well, he's done it last season as well. To be fair to him, like he is absolute garbage. than get he's me garbage. Wrong. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's working with a much better squad than Fulham his starting. Yeah, start yeah. yeah. It, I feel like we have got a better squad than Fulham, definitely. hundred Def- percent. Um, yeah, I feel like. Th- there's enough quality there to still get Bruce results. Anyway. Yeah, as long as they're motivated there. and they're galvanised and want to win and play for the shirt, then I think I think we'll be all right. I, th- I, I, I Touchwood will be all right.
0: I'd say if we're talking percentages, I'd say I'd say I'm about seventy percent sure that you'd step over Fulham.
1: I'm, roughly. I'm, I'm fifty-five, Yeah, I'll just because I'm a, be a Newcastle more. fan, I'm a bit Wait, nervous.
0: Fifty-five, sixty. But... Yeah, that's, that's about one hundred and fifteen, mate. Eh? 55 Oh yeah oh, 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 you mean, oh you mean 55 or 60 <laughs> Yeah between me Yeah 115% <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. sure I'm That being, we'll being stay up I'm being, yeah. a, I'm being a bit of a melt <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right. That's right That's right 55 I'll go with For now <laughs> Bit nervous but Yeah that's that's, um, that's the relegation battle As it stands We're going to go to another short break, this is a bit of a mammoth podcast Huge. that we've recorded, just the two of us here today. Yep. Um, we're going to go to our second break, and this outro music is going to play again. I can't wait du-dun to edit this in.
1: Du-dun, du-dun, du-dun. There go, Jack
0: with a little preview. Yep. And after the break, <laughs> we've got a few exciting games to talk about, you know. We've got Wolves versus West Ham. And we have pick up the s- results. Yes, what a, what, a, what a game that was. I was referring to Everton Palace, mate. Oh, he, <laughs> uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't talking about he wasn't talking about the two three two thrillers. No, he was talking about Roy Hodgson yeah, masterclass. Mate. Spot on. So man. we will uh, we will be discussing those three beauties of games after the break. We will see you in just a minute. And we're back at part three on the Rose Ed Show. I'm a little bit more hyped because Jack has just told me about a half. Price Domino's offer.
1: We're in talks. So for yeah, We
0: are in talks for a Domino's with the Manchester United game tonight. So I'm absolutely buzzing. But we are here to talk about football and not Domino's food. So back to the action. It was Wolves versus West Ham. And it finished Wolves 2, West Ham United 3. A masterclass from the second coming of Lionel Messi. Obviously, that is Jesse Lingard,
1: who opened Messi the scoring Lingard.
0: early on. Messi Lingard. Did he open the scoring, or did Fornals open the scoring? I
1: think he did open the scoring, mate. It was his solo goal. Yes, he I did. It was. it was an unbelievable goal. Koufala yeah. assist. Bit of yeah, shit, he sure. getting the assist. I love that. that man. What a man, mate. Eh? You, you you love a bit of Koufala action. superb, mate. What superb. a
0: right-back. Um, Fornals made it 2. Yep Goes under the radio A little bit for now So I think he's quite a good player Very good made defensively Actually to be fair He is yeah He puts in a yeah. shift Yeah yeah And it was Jared Bowen Who made it three Also a bit of a talent I think Came I off think.
1: the bench Early in the first half due to an injury
0: Yeah and he He came and made his mark He mm. got his goal Yeah great and goal And made it three To West Ham It looked like it was game over But Leander Dendonka Just after half time
1: Made it. Was, it was it just
0: before half time
1: I think it. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, um, down the left side. So yeah, And Adama with a good bit of play down the wing. And good it was just, ball it was in. just
0: after half time. It, just just
1: it was. It was before. I'm losing my, my marbles Was
0: It's chaos. The do- the dominoes are distracted. Yeah.
1: Me. <laughs> I'm trying to work out because <laughs> it's chaos. I'm, I'm going off the side of the camera. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was first. Off. Let me
0: just, let me just have a little look. It was just before half time. Yeah, because Fabio Silva um, scored down the, text the other end as well. It's a shambles of a part three.
1: <laughs> 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 it's um yeah, it's Fabio Silva which scored down the right side of the end. Yes, and Fabius. Dendonka, Dendonka scored down the other side at the end. Dendonka, so yeah, first Dendonka off.
0: Dendonka just before half time. Off, yeah. Back to the uh, back to the professional talking and not me absolutely waffling. Then <laughs> did make it three one before half time. And then Fabio Silva with a fantastic finish Great after finish. maybe an even better ball from Pedro Neto yep. to him. Uh, Fabio Silva took a fantastic touch. Oh, I'm a, I'm a bloody mess. This part three, but Fabio Silva made it three-two. It looked like Wolves were going to come back, but it wasn't to be. It did finish three-two to the mighty Hammers, who are now in the top four. Yeah, took They're
1: them fourth. above uh, Chelsea, Chelsea and Tottenham. Chelsea, yeah, and
0: yeah. what a season West Ham are having. Unbelievable. The team that they've built, the team that Moyes has built this season. A few, just it's just a few slight changes to their side. Kufal at right back, a really solid presence at right back. Yep. Dawson at centre back. Sucec permanent. off them a lot of stability. Suchek permanent formed an amazing partnership. Lingard, and obviously the game changer. Jesse Lingard. Yeah. He has. I think he's just he's just taken West Ham to a new
1: level. So since he's arrived, I think it's been I read, Superb. Is it ten goal contributions in eight games? I think it's nine and eight. Nine and eight. I think
0: it's six goals, uh, three assists. Unbelievable. There, I think it's six and three. Yeah. For me, four,
1: he's got to be on the plane. For me, he honestly.
0: I, I was I was touch and go. I was a bit 50-50. No, I, I but genuinely now want Jack. On, mate. I completely agree with you. I think Jesse Lingard has to be on the plane. Should we Should we quickly really touch our, on what our England squads are looking like? Because we we didn't do a can podcast do in the yeah international yeah break. we do a brief bit yeah we can talk. I'm, oh I know I know. I mean, defenders is is you know it's not much of a date. There's not can there's less. You can do a debate out to mine words, if you want.
1: I've actually got mine on my you, notes. Will, yeah. do a whole twenty three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we doing this now, are we?
0: We might as well while we're here because yeah. I mean, I mean I could even add it into a separate podcast to be fair yeah. but um, yeah go through go through right, your so 23 mate
1: I'll go through every player then you can go yes or no or an opinion on each of them alright I, I, I can you just want? give my 23 alright so should we start idea. off right we'll go through like individuals like if you want yeah 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 so keepers Pope Hando Pickford pretty self-explanatory I've got the same yep. yeah yeah and I've gone. My two right backs I've gone with Trent and Walker. This is what I think I want. This is what I want, but Gareth probably won't go with.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna do right. what I what I want to the way should Trent, be. Probably.
1: Yeah. All right, but I've gone Trent and Walker on the two right backs. I've gone Chilwell and Shaw as the two left backs. Mm-hmm. And I've got. Um. I've gone with Mings, Maguire, and Stones. As yeah. the three centre backs. But then I was I wasn't sure about the other centre half. Because I would want Conza in there, but I don't think there's any chance he'll get picked. Unfortunately, so no. I'm tempted to take James, and then Walker becomes another cover at centre half. Even though I think Walker will yeah. start right back, we
0: could easily shift to a three at the back because I mean Luke Shaw as well can play left centre back. Yeah, exactly, in exactly. So We've got options. I'm
1: gonna go Reese James in over over Gomez mm-hmm. as the other defender, and that's basically my eight defenders. Yeah. I don't know what if yours were any similar or not.
0: Um, yeah, you, you, you just go through your squad mate and I'll, and I'll give you mine after Okay so
1: my two holding midfielders are gone with Hendo and Rice Yeah uh, And then I've also got Bellingham As like a CDM Can also play a bit more forward though I've got mm-hmm. him in there Yeah And for creativity I've gone with Foden Mount Grealish and Lingard I've got Grealish down as a midfielder But he could probably play left wing
0: Yeah for sure
1: Yep so that's my midfield And then I've obviously got I've got Kane Sterling Sancho Is in for me Sancho's in for me Even too Even though Carro yeah. and Neville Both didn't pick him yeah, and then I've got Rushford and Calvert-Lewin and then that That's means good. I'm missing out I'm leaving Danny Ings out I'm leaving Trippier out and I'm leaving Madison out and probably some other names that I can't remember off the top of my head Saka for me he's not going to get in
0: Saka un- he's unlucky not to get in but I I yeah, don't know I I, I, I personally
1: just wouldn't have him in honestly I know it's bold I, would j- I just wouldn't
0: personally. I, I I, I do agree to be phased, yeah. but Michael did bring up the point that he's very versatile, but at yeah, the same time, I, I'm not, not, using, enough. That's,
1: that's not, not enough. Yeah, I'm not using versatility, though, for me, as a point. Same because here. the we a 23-man squad, don't we? Yeah, the reason why you have a 23-man team is because you have two bodies in each position. Yeah. So you pick your two best bodies in each position, usually, or whatever, something like that. But yeah, Saka is a great player. No doubt, we'll get England caps oh, in the future on, and 100%. play major tournaments. But yeah. for me, Euro 2021 is just a bit too soon for him. Yeah, I agree. So that is my team. I don't know if you made any changes or. Yeah,
0: I can I can run through my 23. Go for it. Yeah. Um, I was I was writing it down while you were uh, while you were picking. Uh, while you were, while you were <laughs> but I have been thinking about right. it. It's just the first time I've actually written it down. But my 23 currently is. So I've got the same keepers as you: Pope, yep. and Pickford. Yep. I've gone with eight defenders as well. Cool. But I've gone James and Walker. I've fair. left I've left out Trent.
1: Nice. In this. That's fair. That's although, fair. I respect that.
0: Although, although, saying that, I would take either hit, I'll take either Trent or this one centre back I've picked. It's a bit of an outside shout. But I think it's been class. Yeah. But carrying on, so James Walker, Maguire, Stones. I think they're hundred percent showing. Yeah. They're probably both starting, aren't they? I think the third best centre back's is I think it's the yeah. third best English. See, of the I season. agree
1: with you, but I feel like. We know we talked about what would Gareth go with, what would I go with. I feel like it's at a point where Conz is nowhere near it. Yeah, I know. He's, p- p- he's p- not. Performance-wise, he is fact. Oh, he's been brilliant, right? Couldn't agree more. But he's not on Gareth's books yet. It's, by f- it's, by it's, at it's all. It's a shame. It's a shame because so, he's been so good this season. I think yeah. he's
0: streets ahead of Tyro Mings. I,
1: oh, spot on. But because Mings is that left footer, left foot, isn't it? It's left it foot. Yeah, he's, it's rare. Like you, it is a factor. So
0: yeah, it's it's a straight in. But carrying on. I've then got controversial. I picked Ben Godfrey. I think he's. Ben spl- Godfrey? I think he's the fourth best English centre back. Jeez. i picked four centre backs, and I think Godfrey's better than Cody. You don't think
1: Keane would be ahead in the pecking order, though?
0: I think Godfrey's a better centre back. probably mate. is, but. I know like... Keane probably is ahead. I think and he has caps. probably about. Yeah, Godfrey's probably about eighth in the pecking order. But for me, it's either Godfrey, Gomez, if he himself good. fit, but I don't think he will. Yeah. Or Trent. I think there's an option there. I was
1: going to go Gomez, but he's not going to be fit or no, nowhere I near yeah, match intensity. I 100%. But, but I, yeah. I'd say
0: Godfrey or Trent. Fair. I'll give it a. We'll see, we'll see to the end of the season Chilwell sure pretty obvious I'd yeah, say yeah yeah so, Cresswell's unlucky he's had a good season same yeah. with probably Matty Target yeah I agree um, and Cash at right back as well unlucky Cash, cash Wambasaka unlucky yeah, to miss yeah. out centre midfield and Uh midfielders I'll, I'll list the ones I've got confirmed so far so I've got Rice Henderson Bellingham I think the yeah, best yeah Bellingham for me has got to go yeah I think me. the best we've playing a pivot yeah Mount Foden, yeah, Grealish, yeah, put Grealish midfield, the put winger.
1: There five, six of the seven I've gone with you. Yeah.
0: Six, and then I've got a, a dash between the two because it depends on what you need. I'm not sure exactly what we need for the squad. Go for it. And what their form we like to end of the season? Yeah, but it's Ward Prowl slash Lingard. So See, I'm, I, I, I can tell you,
1: I totally understand that, and I completely. Hit, I think you've hit now on the head with your opinion. I think Phillips is nowhere near it. It's either Agreed. Lingard Phillips or Prowse. Is not there for um, me. Sorry, for, But sorry, for Catherine. me, for me, I just think Lingard is more. He's a proven midfielder in major tournaments. Obviously, uh, in 2018, he was brilliant for me, um, and obviously, he's a box to box midfielder. And when you look at that, uh, uh, that well, England's midfielder options, there isn't many box to box midfielders out there.
0: Yeah. I, I, although saying that, I would say in the formation that we have been playing of a four two three one. Yeah. I'd say Lingard fits in the 10, not in the... Agree. He wouldn't play in the pivot. And you can play Mount Foden Grealish there. So I'd say, is Lingard necessary compared to Ward Prowse, who serves a very specific purpose of he'll play in that pivot, and he is an unbelievable dead ball specialist. Specialist, yeah and so yeah it's, it's a tough one for me but the Lingard's form is very very hard I just feel like you to have leave to take out. Lingard yeah, and also so hard to box, leave out right box to now.
1: box midfielder I feel like you have to take at least one and yeah, he would be I'd the agree, one that I'd yeah. take so it's just personal opinion but.
0: and yeah the forwards I'd say there's, I'd say there's five I mean six if you include Grealish yeah. I think it's pretty self-explanatory five, Kane, yeah. Sterling, Sancho, Rashford yeah. and Dominic, Calvert-Lewin yeah. Bamford unlucky and
1: Madison a bit unlucky Madison as well. unlucky Watkins
0: is unlucky Ings. to miss out Ings is unlucky although he's had a bit yeah, of hit miss season yeah I mean, I know he's to clever for Jamaica now, but I genuinely think Mikel Antonio would have been unlucky because I think he's a really, really underrated striker.
1: I think he's a donkey personally. Do you? Yeah, oh, I, I think th- he's, oh, he's had a good season and he puts himself about, but I, I don't rate him as a footballer. I, Personal that's, opinion. That's,
0: that's fair. I, I, I rate him, but don't have I touch. He would not have be been in my squad. He would not have be been in my squad anyway. No. But that's my that's my twenty three. Yeah. So we're pretty similar there. Yeah, Lingard, you've got him as a certainty. I've got him as, a, as an I don't know. Concert, God, players like Concert and Godfrey, we know, won't be in the squad. But personally, for me, there if we're just talking about the top four English centre backs, I'd say those are the top four: Maguire, mm-hmm. and Stones. But yeah, that's my 23. In reality, pretty
1: similar, isn't it? To our, yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
0: But in reality, it's it's not concert, it's Cody, and it's not Godfrey, it's Mings. Yeah, spot on. And I forgot about Cody actually. Yeah, but he's. I'm not I, sure. I, 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 I
1: might take him over James actually.
0: Would you reckon? Well, over Reece James.
1: Yeah, because I've already got two fullbacks. That's true. Would you say, would you
0: say Trent over James?
1: Uh, yeah, because of that, that world class delivery. I know James has got he a good delivery, that, but. Yeah.
0: He has got that.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like Walker's going to start right back anyway. Yeah,
0: I, I saw Walker start the other day in the Champions League, didn't he? Yeah, and it'd be nice to see him get a real run against for the end. He of the needs season to. Same with Chilwell and James. Yeah, they
1: both need they both need to for sure. For
0: sure, mate. Yeah, but that's England anyway. Hundred percent. But yeah, that is, good. but that's the yeah, that's the England squad that we've touched on. That all came from that all stemmed from Jesse Lingard's talk. Yeah. Back to this Wolves West Ham game. Lingard got that first goal. Unbelievable solo goal, yeah, mate. Unreal. What a goal. And then went into the Berber spin for their second goal. Four yeah. now scored. I can't remember who got the assist, but four nails slotted at home. And then the third goal, of course, Jared Bowen. Lingard again. Of course. Got the assist. Um we've already touched on it, Den Donga scored the header from Adama. Sublime bit of play, but we can't really talk too much about Adama because he's got Gosh, that's his. He's been assist terrible season. this season. Yeah, he he season. He's
1: missed him and us so much. The whole team. He has. really
0: has. So there's no real greater point about Adama. He, yeah. just, he got this assist. There's no more that can be it said. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Fabio Silva. Real, he's a real talent Fabio Silva I think people have written him I off he'll come. Early.
1: I think he'll come good yeah. I mean I I was one that written, written him off I felt like it was going to be Similar to Joel Linton I know obviously Joel Linton's a lot older Yeah yeah I think it's the age thing Yeah I can't
0: expect I, a striker like that To come and hit the ground running In the Premier League No spot on
1: Spot on And I did write him off Because I saw one senior goal For Porto And he got bought for 35 million Yeah quid no now, so no, no can, I come completely on. agree on that It's ridiculous But yeah ridiculous, like but I feel like there is a player there And I it I will f- be over the years I think um, when you look
0: at it There is a player there but that is the Wolves West Ham game, absolutely super game of Monday night football. Unfortunately I missed some of it after uh 'cause of a bit of football training. Please. Which is yes, unfortunately. I watched to
1: see. it. I have a dodgy ami.
0: Yeah. Mm. Unfortunate to see. But we move on to Southampton versus Burnley. Another three two game.
1: Yeah, two-no up Another and they fucked game. it up, you could say.
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I could not have said it better myself, mate. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was asleep for this game. Yeah, I it was. I didn't really two. watch it either.
1: Yeah, yeah your know, sleeping pattern's better than this, it it
0: it? mate. It's, it's got better. It's got better. <laughs> I know. I know it's not what the what the uh, what the listeners want to be hearing, but yeah, it's, 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 it's it's very exciting for me. Waking yeah. up in the morning again. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But yeah, absolute scenes on that front. But yeah, but just back to the back to the actual important stuff. Yep. Um. Stamps and three. Burnley two. Burnley went two 0 up. Chris Wood penalty, Mated Vidra about as plain and basic as it gets. Definitely a penalty Walker Peters kind of yeah, caught him. Big yeah. clumsy he's a good player Walker Peters but yeah. a bit of comes from there. there. Yeah. Stuart Armstrong, I think he's a, I think he's a super player he Got Stewart an engine. He just needs an engine. He's got feet to. as well. He's got feet. Yeah.
1: He's got very nice feet he um, you seem to add more goals and assists to his game.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more mate. I know Southampton mm. haven't had much stability this season so it's been hard to real to gain real real consistency for anyone. Um, Yeah, I think Armstrong's a good player. Can definitely develop more and become an even more integral part of Samson's team. I think he's already a good player. Danny Ings went and got a goal. Very nice very goal. Very nice goal.
1: Well, we very composed. Very composed, yeah. Very good goal.
0: Yeah, you mentioned it before we started recording, didn't you? Mm. Very nice goal. Centre defender,
1: absolutely. Through the legs flying. of the keeper.
0: Flying, yeah. It was, it was beautiful. And then Nathan Redmond, he's a player who gets a lot, a lot of slack. I
1: think he's terrible.
0: I think he's awful, yeah. and Turned up in
1: the cup the following week he did, before. Yeah, but he
0: found his level in the championship. Yeah, yeah. But, um, Literally. But having a having a Southampton fan as a uh, as a roommate. Who bottled, as a roommate, as a, as he bottled a the podcast. Yeah, he bottled, he bottled it. We invited Harrison Cornett to come and talk about this game. It could have been... Over there, I know you can't yeah. see me pointing. But he would be right sat with us talking about Samson, but unfortunately he bottled it for a meeting in town with his missus. Very disappointing from him. Disgraceful. And we have to have <laughs> him on the show. Yeah. But um yeah, living with Samson with living with a Samson fan as a flatmate, you know how poor Nathan Redmond is. But um, fair dues to me got his goal, and I would say that's something safe. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, it's, it's job done. Yeah, I'd say it's simple job as done. that. I mean, they're not going to compete for top off, but they're not going to go yeah. down. They're going to be on the beach probably for the last five games. Yeah. Expect them to. I expect there to be some freak results in their next, last five games. Yeah, as um, obvious. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I mean, Ralph's done as good as he probably can with that squad, and manager. what happened with the COVID outbreak there the injuries. injuries. So many injuries. He, he's mate, still done so a good many. job this season regardless of what happened and dropping s- off so much. But I
0: yeah. love to see it when... They'll ma- bounce when, back. Um, Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. Mm. I, I love seeing it when clubs back their managers. Yeah. So for example... So yeah. like
1: Norwich and Daniel Fark. Exactly. I, I'm a massive fan well, of what they're trying to I do I fully, there.
0: Really, I feel, I, I, I've, I've gained respect for Norwich for doing that. Yeah. Samson have done the same. There's times where they, there's, there's times where they legit because sacked Hassan Yeah. And if it was a different, if it was Mark Hughes, you know, they could have easily oh, gone God and God sacked Mark him. Hughes, he was, he was a disgrace at Samson, Awful, by the way. Mate. And Hassan has was completely transformed that club. And with the injuries, with the COVID outbreak, I mean, with the squad he's got originally, he's not got a good squad. No, it's, it's not. It's not, great... not a good squad. Ings is a good player. ward Prowse is a good player. Yeah. Romeo, but he's out for the season's a good player. Vestergaard's okay. Vestergaard's decent, although he also suffered. A major injury, so yeah. Samson have, have had massive struggles. But fair play to them, I'll They've tell you what it had is. a good season.
1: I'll tell you what it is, mate. They are quite similar to Arsenal, but just a, a scale below. The manager and the player uh, the managers, the player the manager, the players, the fans have a have a bond. They yeah, have a link, right? Yeah, yeah. But Gaoji Sheng is a another owner who just doesn't he's, want to spend money. He's a criminal, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean Yeah, literally me. he literally is a criminal, but like <laughs> that is, is very similar to Arsenal, but just on a lower scale that you've got everything there with the players, the fans. And the manager, but you need the owners to also kick in and do their job, yeah. and they're not. They're well, not, like him, so
0: yeah. he's not. It's the same with Burnley a little bit. Yeah, Sean Dyche. Sean doesn't get the credit he deserves. I mentioned it last week. He does not get the credit he deserves for the job he does with such just no budget whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Brighton to an extent, they don't get. They don't really get that much of a budget. No, either. they're just
1: not that big of a club. With all due respect. No. Yeah. So Potter's. Yeah. Potter does a the same with Burnley. The job, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He has, but there's just not money there. But I feel like with Southampton, I feel like Gower is a billionaire. So you can spend yeah. a bit more money than what it's a, on. It's,
0: it's a bit of a joke. I feel some
1: fans, but yeah, they're
0: in thirteenth. They've had they have had a decent it, season. It's been
1: good enough, and also they're in the FA Cup semi-final. They're in a as well, yeah, so. exactly. If I was yeah. Sam- if I was a
0: Southampton fan, it's been okay. I'll be happy. They've played good football. Yeah, they've done well considering the situation, and they've got a good cup run. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Been, it's been good enough. You've got you, enough. you've got to give props to them, haven't you? Yeah. And last but not least, we're going to talk about the game of the week.
1: Yeah, I agree. Which was Everton versus Crystal Palace. Shock Palace are in it again, by the way, on the yeah, last game of the season. Yeah,
0: Palace. I think it's a regular theme we'll see, unless they're playing yeah. teams like United, City, and stuff. Newcastle. We'll normally be- yeah, Newcastle yeah. of course. <laughs> of course, the main draw. Yeah. But um, yeah, Palace. They're normally around there. I think last time. Last time we discussed the Premier League roundup, they were last as well after another draw against West Brom. Mm-hmm. They're here again. A draw away to Everton. It's a good point for them. I'll yeah. say this also this, this secures their survival. They're on thirty-eight points. Twelve clear of Fulham. Yeah, they're safe. 38 they're game and on them. Yeah, thirty eight keeps you up, doesn't it? it does again, not, yeah. another good another good season from them, another good season from Roy Hodgson. Just doing what they're
1: well, doing what they're meant to be doing. I know that sounds a bit basic, but it's boring. Yeah. Isn't it? You're not going to expect Crystal Palace to be competing for top halves and all this. No, it you just expect not. them. They're one of these forty point clubs like a exactly. Brighton and a Burnley. Yeah. they oh. just the aim is to get to forty points and do it again and do it again and do it again. And be a bank enough profit to a point where you can maybe Spend enough to kick on because the money's not there outside no, of it. So. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, forty point club. But yeah, they've done their jobs again. Oh, I they've do feel, for, I
0: do feel for Palace fans a little bit because they never really get anything different. It's just yeah, of it. it's the same. Old I mean,
1: if you get forty points playing, wheel. yeah. But if you if you if you get forty points and you play, you try and play high pressing, attacking, attractive football like a Brighton, like a Southampton, yeah. then it's okay. But with Palace, it's pretty, it's pretty boring, isn't it? It's
0: pretty boring. But at the end of the day, football's a results game. They yeah, get it results, is. Yeah. And you know, it's 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 done their jobs point. again. They've done their jobs. They, they do, their, so. they're they're a very hard side to beat and they've yeah. proved it yet again. Everton, Hamas Rodriguez, what a finish that was. I think Hamas has been fantastic when he's been fit yeah. this season. Yeah, I agree. I think his, his output's been good. Um he's really he's brought a new lease of life to this Everton team. But again, it's they two points dropped against a bad yeah, team, though. They, weren't able they to lost do to it. us, they lost to
1: Fulham, lost they lost to, it, to yeah. Burnley, McNeil. They did, yeah, they're at, at home, home as well. Yeah. At home. These are all home games, by the way. All they're, four of them. Yeah,
0: considering how notoriously good they are at Goodison Park, yeah. they've been terrible at Goodison yeah. recently, and, haven't they? They've been awful. And
1: this is the concerning thing, because if they did get wins from those meant to be games, they'd be in the Champions League race definitely, with, or even fourth right now. Yeah. But they're now at a point where. It, are they even going to qualify for the Europa League yeah it's because it's I haven't seen the table but they they've dropped off massively
0: they are they're currently 8th mate
1: yeah so there you go to
0: be fair they've got a game in hand and if they won that it would take them to 6th yeah 2
1: points off top 4 but Everton, really yeah but so ever- they could have had top four job done if they won those games. Well, if
0: they beat if they beat Palace today, the right? They're on forty nine points. Well, they
1: dropped they dropped eleven points from those four games. Yeah.
0: So when you consider <laughs> Fulham at home, if they bagged at the least win, seven
1: of those points, yeah, they'd be comfortably in the top four, looking like they're going to get it. Well,
0: if we just work it out quickly,
1: God, that's terrible. I'm just thinking of that. Yeah, so that's awful. terrible. If they,
0: if they beat Fulham, they're on fifty right now. Yeah. If they beat you. They're on fifty three. Yeah. They beat Burnley fifty six, and those aren't games that you know. Ooh, should they win? They yeah, they, should, they should, should win. They should win. So fifty
1: six puts you what? Yeah, 56 points.
0: Palace at home, 58. Are Leicester
1: on 56?
0: Leicester on 56. Everton just, and Palace are well... They the Real, be third. They'd be third. No, they'd be on 58 points... Yeah. ...with a game in hand. They could go second.
1: <laughs> I've just tossed my pen, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
0: They'd be... A, if Because the, they've... Oh... It's actually frustrating. straight. What a missed
1: opportunity that is. Yeah, exactly. Because they might not do that again next year.
0: No, I, I wouldn't bat them too, especially mate, like, you is, to, especially when clubs like expect just seem like Liverpool. That is terrible. Are often to improve. That's.
1: I mean, don't get it wrong. To still be sixth f- yeah. or to could get go sixth, and like, still done good. a great job. Yeah, yeah. But that could have been unbelievable. And to be fair, the Pickford errors at the start of the season as well. Yeah. They, so consistently talking about performances, have probably been one of the best teams in the league. They have been, but, yeah, I'd say what are they uh,
0: doing yes yeah,
1: it's as <laughs> simple as that like, what are they doing
0: you'd be, you'd be tearing your hair out if you're an Everton fan yeah but yeah that's just that's Everton's nature they cannot they, they can never seem to capitalise on opportunities yeah it's happened again this season it's happened again the other day should be beating teams like Palace at home but I can't really talk because we got absolutely dominated by the Eagles uh, Old Trafford first game of the season they battered us 3-1 so you know I can't really to say too much yeah but still Everton should be winning those sort of games spot bottom. and that is Round every single game covered that is how many games we covered there? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. That's 13 games we've Plus covered, today. Eh? Plus the England squad. been a big one. Plus talking a little bit about our Domino's pizza. Yeah. A bit about my sleep schedule. It's been a bit haphazard mm, not today, so. M- not
1: so much about my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we could touch on it. Nah, we'll Jack? pass, we'll pass.
0: <laughs> Keep that private. Yeah, follow us, TikTok. Yeah, please. <laughs> Thank you. But that is that is pretty much the show. Quickly, before we go,
1: check what's been your goal of the week? Goal of the week, Jesus, what a question. Let's have a little think about that one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the top of my head now. Let's have a read through here. Robinson's is up there. Robinson, I was thinking Robinson. Um, it nice on the volley, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, what else are we talking here? Uh, Vinicius is
0: versus Liverpool.
1: But the Crows ball. Yeah. Yeah, great shout.
0: But are we living it's just Premier League? That's the question.
1: Uh, very good shout.
0: Uh, to be fair, just from looking at it, due to the quality of the goal in the Premier League, my goal of the week was Lingard's as well. Jack. I'm an idiot. Yes. You're going gonna Lingard's, say, are you? No, I was going to say Fabio Silva's. All oh, right, Lingard's solo goal. You're going Lingard's. Week for me, yeah. I'm
1: going to go with Robinson's first one. Great the try. The games. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. I don't blame you one bit. But yeah, fair play. But yeah, some, some decent goals this week. Yeah, Lesson lots of, of world, them as but well. Been a lot of goals. Been Yeah, lots of it's goals. It's just it's just been one-nil, no-nil-nil not, no, 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 no draw. Yeah, yo, exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed it's that. that. It was good. It's
0: fantastic week of football and it will continue tonight with Granada versus Manchester United with that Domino's piece. on BT Sport with the Domino's by our sides I can't <gasps> wait but for now that is the Rosehead podcast I'm going away for two weeks so I will not be on the next episode Jack and Michael may be back here in about a week's time recording but if not I will see all you thousands of listeners yeah millions next time millions of listeners I will see you when I see you I'll be you back soon, soon thank you very much Jack thank for you so I enjoyed me. that I've Cheers, loved guys. it For now, that is all we've got. That is the Rosehead Show on the 8th of April 2021. Let's go! Let's hear this outro music. Boom!